episode three of Skill Point. Speaking of Jocko. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, are we going to do a black and white filter on this? Yes. <laughs> uh, no, on Good evening, this episode. Zach. <laughs> Good evening, Tom. Good evening, Dusty. Good evening. <laughs> uh, no, on this episode, we're going to cover um, martial arts is the topic of the day. Uh, previous episodes we've covered like racing. Um, if you've been interested in racing in video games or even like driving cars and stuff, like how to translate, how to get your foot in the door of how to actually learn that skill. We've covered um, cold weather survival. Uh, we've got Lucian over there running the board. Woo! He was there for both of those as well. Um, just an intro to like learn where to learn more is basically how it goes. Mm-hmm. So when you walk away from this episode, you're not going to be a Kung Fu master. <laughs> you probably won't even Damn be it. able, you probably <laughs> won't even be able to defend yourself against yourself in the shower. But <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least, a practical idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Dusty's got experience on the kind of sport fighting side with like kickboxing and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Tom's got experience on the um, the like self defense martial arts, uh, kung fu, jujitsu, BJJ side, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, nice. How long have you been doing it, Dusty? Um, on and. Off is like a you know like a recreational sport. It was something I did just strictly boxing when mm-hmm. I was younger. But uh, I guess if you want to like, when have I taken it seriously? For like four mm-hmm. four years. Four years. Four years of of taking it serious. I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Tom, you just surpassed the uh, the marker of having done it longer than you haven't done it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got the my first black belt in two thousand seven. So. Prior to that, probably three, four years of training. So add that on to the total in 2007 and now, and I'm 35. So yeah, I think yeah. I'm at 16 years doing it. Mm-hmm. 17 years? I have no. I don't. I don't really. They yeah. fade together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I'm not. Uh, I'm not one to like go belt collecting. Like, yeah. I don't really give a shit right. about any of that. Like, I don't care about belts. I don't care about rank. I care about, like, the practical skills and what they can offer to me. Um, yeah. So, like, the years. Yeah, the years <laughs> tend yeah. to blend together real real fast. It kinda, I think that is no matter what you do. Like I said, for mine, it's always been, like, from a teaching and competition sort yeah. of way. I, I mean, I, I, I think all martial artists want to make themselves better and, like, continue to build. Um, yep. Like, boxing doesn't have belts, for example. Like, I mean, well, mm-hmm. you know, like... We have title belts, belts but, I guess. No, title really, belts, yeah. but it's it's not a system of ranks. It's just kind of how good are you. So it was never – that's the one thing that I've always found uh, really fascinating about all facets of martial arts is the fact that, like, I really like in jiu-jitsu and, like, certain things like judo or whatever you can grab a belt for that you find a system not only of discipline but also of here's an attainable goal to work forward to. And so not just from a physical standpoint where you see your skills advance or your body more for whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. looking to gain out of it, you have a – you have a goal. You have a goal in mind, in a sense, of to continue to advance your knowledge. And there's here's a practical chart on how you can see that progress unfold. I really like that because, like I said, in boxing and kickboxing, it's I don't want to say it's more raw because it's you know it's it's just all different fighting styles. But it that the culture doesn't provide to something where it's like you just kind of hope you don't get your ass beat, <laughs> <laughs> and then like okay, you're good enough. Cool, let's keep going. Yeah, yeah, very different. But well, so kind of 
bring this into the whole like angle of the of the segment here in like movies and video games we see a lot of a lot of fighting i mean you know you, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a staple of all video games almost that's how you sell that money yeah to 99 percent of video games um be some kind of conflict or some yeah. kind of struggle to overcome mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so what what got you guys started what was what was the thing that got you guys started um for well i i don't know like and to be honest like i i think as far as just like strictly the like the disciplines of boxing and kickboxing it never envisioned to be to become like a job even though it has become that for me now it's it's something that started just because all right i guess you know what i do now (laughs) like the first time that like no 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 (laughs) i need to defend myself in the halls of cobra kai (laughs) no but i um no, I remember like we, I had a, I grew up with her brother and like we would argue and we'd bicker, we'd throw shit at each other in the basement. But it got to a point where my dad actually like gave us boxing gloves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like it wasn't like we were like the worst kids or hated each other. It was just like it's like hey, both of you play football. Both of you about the same spies. Like both of you are whapping each other. Oh, put gloves on. Yeah. Let's actually let you go at it. And it's not going to be that fun because you're going to have some headaches pretty quick. Is what like he knew. We didn't know. He said here you go. Mm-hmm. And like I just it was one of those things that we did it. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that day when the anger was there, <laughs> like, yeah, we whapped the shit out of each other and it was it was a little bit tough. But from then on, on earnestly, about three days after that, you just want to, like, put these on and fuck around. <laughs> like, and, like yeah. and it just kind of grew as a, it was just like something fun that like, we'd have the boys over and like like a lot of high school boys did. Yeah. Would you know have boxing night or whatever. But no, like we were doing it not to just like to be tough and like, no, no, we were not inviting girls like we were doing it because it was fun we had headgear we had real wraps and everything yeah. we were learning from a young age to like throw hands it was learning not to hurt each other like yeah. and mm-hmm. like tactically point up so for me that's kind of where it started it was just like it was <laughs> it was just my dad getting sick of us actually beating the hell out of each other and so he's like let me get you some gloves and like let me throw, yeah. throw a punch instead of everything being a goddamn haymaker <laughs> we curbed some of these medical bills yeah. <laughs> straight up you're getting permanent teeth now kids let's yeah. keep them in your heads <laughs> I'm not trying to get my eight year old veneers like no <laughs> no no but I mean for me that's that's how it was but uh, Tom fascination from a young age I've <laughs> been a uh, what do they what do they call them? People people that like hoplophiles, people that like weapons. Oh, <laughs> From a young young yeah. age, I think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like five. Played was, a role in that. Played a heavy role in future Tom's ninja skills. Did you but, play any of those games? Any of the Ninja Turtle video games? Yeah, I had one. I had one. Um, was it the top down Nintendo? No, it was the side scrolling one. Uh, like Turtles in Time or something? Turtles in Time, Dude, yeah. So freaking good. Or, uh, it was the Manhattan Project? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, maybe? That's the Manhattan Project? The side scrolling one? Yeah. All right, yeah. so when we're off the air today, you got to hang. It's, <laughs> that thing, it was my neighbor and like the first friend I ever had had that game. And boy, oh boy, that was like, oh, you are an indispensable asset to my life. <laughs> I don't have that game. <laughs> and this is amazing. Uh, Damn. That just sort of led to a, a fascination with all things martial arts uh, and just like weapons in general. You know, went through the classic growth pattern of a burgeoning martial artist from like 
cartoons and television to like anime and manga as it was making its way on the scene. Mm-hmm. Like I was, uh, I'm, I was born in 1985, so like kind of the beginning of the golden era of anime in the United States mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. we had like at the time I was growing up as a little kid the only anime I had exposure to was like Speed Racer yeah you know like <laughs> and and by the time I was in grade school like real early Dragon Ball Z was starting to that, make that its was way. my like because I mean I know both of you have a similar age I'm not much yeah. younger but I'm probably like three to five years and so yeah, like for yeah. me being born in the very beginning of the 90s growing up mid 90s was watching like late 80s Dragon Ball Z exactly pushed into my face when I was like six seven eight years old yeah it was like Dragon Ball then Dragon Ball Z and then like all the things that came with that you know we get into high school and my friends are like sharing bootleg copies and Ninja Scroll and like stuff with boobs and people dying in it. And yeah. It's like, oh my god, what is <laughs> the hell is There's this? a world of cartoons that isn't just Bugs Bunny. Yeah, like, holy so shit. like, uh, and I mean, these things happen in cycles. The the era immediately before us. So like, I I was given a giant stack of comics by my uncle, mm-hmm. like Conan comics. He used to collect Conan comics, and so I was like, oh yeah give me some barbarian violence like yeah when all, all the blood is black and whatnot and then never never any red blood like dudes are getting right. decapitated but the blood is black because of the censorship like that whole thing and uh you so see rich. you gotta make it green is so rich. right right <laughs> and it's funny to see even from like that era there was that undercurrent of like hey are you interested in this nerd shit would you like to know more like because yeah. in the back of those magazines you had like Count Dante's Black Dragon Society, yeah. like deadliest yeah. man alive. He's gonna take all of your money and teach you some bullshit. Like yeah. uh the rise of the McDojos, like you had blood sport, like everybody everybody one generation older than us is like, oh dude, like blood sport, karate kid, like all these yes. old movies. But like That was my favorite kickboxing. Like Bloodsport, <laughs> like, the Frank Ducks story yeah. is bullshit. Like he made it all up. Yeah. yeah, that's all. It's all bullshit. It's all, <laughs> like he made every bit of that up. But it's so good. I know, I know. But it, like, think of the thanks for doing that. Generations of martial artists that inspired. Like, oh my god, I'm gonna go to the. the oh my god, what the hell was the name of the thing? The, the tournament he went to. Oh. The, the Kumite. Yeah, the Kumite. The, the, Kumite. the Kumite. Tournament of champions, which is literally just. A tournament. Like yeah. it's, that's just what <laughs> Japanese martial arts call a like a specific tournament where one dude goes and fights like a bunch of people until he loses or he beats all of them. That's literally all it is. Uh, like like a fighting grand prix. It's a fighting yeah. grand prix. Yeah. There's a, and there's a real kumite. You can sign up for real kumites. It's not like a pronoun. It's just a noun. Yeah. Uh, do those? I mean, I don't know if you're like a super expert on them or anything, so maybe not. But like, I mean, I play do those? On TV. <laughs> yeah, I was say, like, do you think those like is it somewhat of like an MMA style where it's like you can just just fight whoever standing wins kind of thing, or is it or is it usually based they on have, some sort of? They have. We're, we're going for Shotokan. Like, yeah, yeah. So like, they have sort of like mixed, and that's where like K two and Pride came from. It's mm-hmm. just like come one, come all, punch each other till one person is standing or at least kneeling. Yeah, throw you in a boxing ring. Exactly. And there was like very limited rules. We're talking like late 90s probably when that stuff started to hit the scene and then that's what influenced uh, Dana White and what's influenced UFC. And you go all the way back to like the the halcyon days of UFC when that first started. And it was like, what were they, 15-minute matches, no breaks. Like, you go to the dude is like, knocked out. (laughs) Big Daddy Goodrich is wearing shoes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like, and it was like, do whatever you want. Wear a gi, uh, you know, wear a Turkish leather trousers and grease yourself. It didn't matter. Like, you go, you could just do anything but, like, poke a dude in the eye and fish hook him. Like, there were dudes getting hit in the nuts, hair pulling. Like, 
elbows like like 12 to 6 elbows onto the back of people's yeah. skulls it wasn't I mean good like stuff. you, you yeah. it was good, all the good shit right? all the good, good stuff. stuff damn it and a, a kumite is um, usually it's an endurance thing it's in it's that makes sense depends on like the level of quote unquote legitimate like some hardcore legitimate kumites are like uh, 100 men <laughs> yeah and you gotta go through every single one of them and the the entrance requirement for those 100 opponents is they are all black belts like Jesus H Christ. Yeah, it's a thing. Like when they put these things on in Japan, it's like a countrywide thing. Everyone's they, like, "Oh shit, the Kumite's on." Exactly. Like, they put out like an APB for say like <laughs> if it's you know, like Shotokan or Kyokushin or whatnot or like you know Okinawa and the crazy island bastards down there. Um they'll put out like a thing to everybody in their lineage. Like they're flying people in from like the Philippines and the United States and whatnot to like get enough black That's belts a... together to basically just beat one dude's ass yeah. for, like, for like eight hours. There's a, there's a documentary. There's uh, some Australian dude I'm, whose name is escaping me right now. We could, I don't know if you guys take breaks on this, but we could look it up. Um, Jamie, uh, pull that up. Yeah. Jamie. <laughs> Uh, Joe Rogan's gonna sue us now. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. We've made fun of Jocko. We've made fun of Joe Rogan. Our Spotify goals are gone. They're gonna send <laughs> Pat McNamara to kill us all. <laughs> I think uh, Pat Militich lives like right there too. <laughs> He's like an hour away, bro. Crap. Well, that's one of the things about. I know Tonto Peranto lives in town around uh, here somewhere. Straight up. About Japan is that you can say what you want about the individual sports that come out of Japan, like the combat sports that come out of Japan and, and the, the practices and schools and everything like that, sure. Um, but as a society, it really seems like they love their combat sports. Nice, by the way. And it's, yeah. Uh, Dusty got me an awesome Vaporwave Na- NASA t-shirt. For I just couldn't let it go because I, like, I didn't notice until this second. I didn't want to interchange your thought. Like I said, different combat sports evolvements. I, I was listening, but, no, but I was yeah, like, this, yo. No, so, like, they Aww. really have an appreciation. Like, Americans enjoy, like, baseball and football. It seems that, like, Japan enjoys combat sports. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we like, enjoy combat sports, too. We do. It's yeah. growing. America's deeply rooted in combat sports. Yeah, but I mean, like I get, I guess to get your point, like football and baseball is the American way. Everyone thinks about that, but I mean, like yeah, Muhammad Ali, like some of the like you know boxing, mm-hmm. boxing's always been a huge thing. Oh, yeah. Wrestling for yeah. sure. I mean, is also I think that was also like a huge part of like when the eighties went around. There was like another big thing besides the miracle on ice and all that was like you know Russian sambo wrestlers and American wrestlers, yep. like yeah. the different clashes of style between. Um, I mean, fuck, essentially the birth of like MMA in a weird way, like where you. Still, in the Olympic sense, have to have one discipline that you can register for. But mm-hmm. to watch martial arts is one of the greatest places where you'll see that. Where I mean, like you're going to see techniques kind of blend from people like like well, using that example, like sambo wrestling, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. judo wrestling, mm-hmm. and like American wrestling, and like three different things from three different parts of the world. Technically, I mean, judo is its own class, but you could take a judo mm-hmm. guy and be like, I'm going to just fuck it. I'm, I'm I'm going in for the freestyle wrestling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just gonna use what I know. I think it's better than that. That's why I study this. And so I mean, like, it's. I'm glad that I kind of birthed MMA in that way. But I do believe that you're right. There are definitely certain countries that have always kind of, I don't know, put a, like a bigger sport for focus on. Like, because a lot of the world is just football, mm-hmm. soccer, and then like we have yeah. we have our football and yeah. baseball, and then you know a lot of the Dominican and South America loves baseball as well. Yeah. Same with Japan. Yeah. Japan yeah, loves baseball too. I think, yeah. I think baseball is bigger in Japan than it is now think, here yeah. in the states. Yeah. E- easily, I, I mean, like I would agree with the sentiment 100. percent We um, were, my wife and I went on a went on honeymoon, and one of the destinations we went to was Japan, and we were in. 
Hiroshima. Linear thinking, my friend. When yeah. they're well, when they're uh, uh, was it the Carp? I think is their local baseball team. I didn't know <laughs> that these guys were apparently like a massive national team, and they had a game like when we were we were trying to get to Miyajima Island, mm-hmm. and their train station was just wrecked. I mean, we're thousands, <laughs> probably tens of thousands of people in these red Carp Actually. jerseys. Japan's going to version. the game and then coming back from the game, there was like the local baseball stadium there uh, was just 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 letting out. Like the game had just finished and like we could not navigate through that place. There were wow. so many people. And I'm like, I've never. And we're in the city that hosts the College World Series and I've never seen a baseball stadium this busy. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, but not, I mean, like I said, not really, but I mean, like I'm glad to kind of affirm it. <laughs> like right. back it oh, up yeah. that it's, it's something like that. Because I mean, oh, yeah. you travel down to, KC from where we are here based in Omaha and like you know Arrowhead Stadium letting out is one thing but yeah I'm sure it's it always seems to me just as busy as like Kauffman Stadium when baseball lets out I'm glad that baseball still has a function but nothing has a function right now except for really fighting like everything like hockey just started as of like whenever this releases it maybe won't be like two days ago but it was as of where we're sitting right now is like hockey started up two days ago the baseball season is trying to do all 126 games where they're not sure they're all worried about fans this and that like the UFC hasn't stopped, and yeah. like I mean, mm-hmm. they, you know, they took a break to some criticism for sure. But then... <laughs> they're like, nah, it's just two people and a ref, and if those three people are all negative, that's really all we need. And everybody else can be way more than six feet apart when we put the judges on three different corners, and like, yeah. we don't need any fans there. We'll just, and that made it fun, to be honest. I didn't like it at first, but then like when you hear like real loud you're like oh shit like, <laughs> like those guys hit hard as fuck it's <laughs> quiet in there yeah, like, some of those fighters were saying like how uns- and like they're there they're getting hit they're the ones that <laughs> get hit on a regular basis <laughs> and they train all the time in their own respective uh, scenarios and situations wherever they're at and like they were a lot of them were saying like I don't know man it's weird like, <laughs> there's nobody cheering there's no like Din of conversation. It's just yeah. I mean, like it's it real is shit, man. That's yeah. yeah. Think about the gladiator days. I mean, people were yelling like a motherfucker, but there probably were certain times, especially in like some of those like early boxing fights too, where they went like 163 rounds or whatever the fuck. Oh, dude, I mean, like that's yeah. an exaggeration, but like barely. Sometimes they would go hours at a time, just like no round limits, and they would beat the hell out of each other. But like, I'm sure the one guy quit. People yeah. would be loud, but I'm sure, like, at a certain point, because, yeah, but it would be more like everyone's just quiet and watching for a second, especially if it's, like, an outdoor spectacle. There's no cell phones. There's no loud music. There's no PA, no announcer. There's just outdoors, a couple birds, the sunshine, two dudes <laughs> for, like, in three hours. Like, yeah. it's insane. It's super primal in a sense, but, like, yeah. how practical is it is what we're saying, uh, I suppose. Tom, is that Australian guy you're thinking of, Judd Reed? Yeah, yeah I just looked it up on my yeah. phone, too. Yeah, Judd, Judd Reed. Reed. He's There's a documentary, uh, Journey to the 100-Man Fight, okay. which is yeah. the Judd Reed story, where he trains. I forget. I think he might be Shotokan or something like that. But one of the one of like the hardcore, like full-contact karate styles. And he yeah. uh, he trains up for it to do to fight 100 men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And it just, yeah, it goes through. It's 
it's like a Rocky movie because you get all pumped to train because he's like he's training like carrying logs up rivers and stuff and like <laughs> dudes are just like punching the shit Fucking out of him and just super I can handle it. and it's it's funny because like he's this giant Australian so there's like dudes that like come up to his nipples just like punching the hell out of him and he's like, <laughs> like just, just accepting like, it like this ogre and uh and yeah, and then it also kind of goes into the the logistics of setting that up. Like yeah. you got to go out and find one hundred black belts. Not only do you have to find like one hundred black belts of your art, but you have to like find a hundred black belts of your art willing to potentially get the shit kicked out like of them hardcore by a guy who's trained to fight a hundred of you. Like, and it's yeah. you either fall down. Uh, I think three minute rounds, something like that. Like you either you either endure three minutes, mm-hmm. fall over. Or get knocked unconscious, that's, that's and then it. the next guy. Then it's like, hey, next yeah. guy runs in. Like dude. he goes, next guy goes in, and then it's like I think there's some stipulations on like he can take a break like twice or something like that. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I haven't. I've seen, I've seen the documentary once, like probably 2015 or something, like years yeah. ago. But mm-hmm. like, I've been meaning to watch it again just to be like. To really absorb some of the yeah. the logistics Full of it, and it's I, I always recommend it to anyone who's even like tangentially curious about martial arts because there's like it's the pinnacle. It's so cool. I know. <laughs> I know. There's like there's just UFC and everything, pride fighting, all that stuff, boxing. It's all it's it's awesome. Yeah, it helps to promote the the art. But then you see stuff like that, like these pure endurance, you know, like the Tour de France is one thing, but like a dude yeah. riding a bicycle up Mount Everest is like a totally different, like, yeah. it's just like on a totally different. No one's different, punching him. Not to like, <laughs> like, not to diminish, not like the yet, Tour de France, not to diminish the UFC, but then like you're, you've got this weird thing on the side where you're like, yeah. what even is going on over here? Some, guys? some ancient tribal shit. Yeah. Like, some, yeah. like, that's really cool though. So I'm thinking that if people are, are getting interested if they got the bug say they like watched a show they watched way too much Naruto and one <laughs> you watched way too much Naruto <laughs> or uh, they're playing like Tekken or mm-hmm. any other game and I like, was you know earlier what? I think I think I want to get in on I want to throw my hat in the ring um what's what is the best way for someone to just put their first foot in and start out in martial arts for for someone that is like younger um and then also for someone that is older okay i mean i'm there's millions of ways to answer this question i understand but like mm-hmm. so hmm. for me again uh, not to get too technical because i do want to give you an actual answer that's listenable yeah but like, <laughs> i i think that again um if you're a person who's like a really heavier weight or you're not normally an athlete or you're wanting to get into something or whatever it may be to be like, I need to gather on my fitness journey and I mm-hmm. really think this is cool. And I, I, I'm, I'm, but I'm a bit trepidatious on the fact that I don't know what the fuck I want to do. I just think yeah. it'd be cool to look like a Tekken character. Yeah. Well then it's not even just to plug my own shit. I do think you doing jujitsu or going to a group fitness kickboxing class is probably Number one, like you could, depending on what your budget is, if you go, I mean, like you can go hire a personal trainer and like go to the gym and lift and get in shape and you're like, you won't learn how to punch. But like, so you're saying is martial arts in specific. I would say that probably one of the best things, if you're a bit trepidatious at all, or you're older to answer like the people that like might not naturally gratify or like gravitate towards this. Mm-hmm. 
go join a local kickboxing gym that is not necessarily trying to take you to the ring. It's just trying to give you the basics of the of like a, like an impact or a title or where I'm at at CKO and like that kind of stuff. And just you can even go as far up and you could train with the basics out of like Mick Doyle's here in town. Who's like a world champion Celtic kickboxer. Like he, mm. you could go there and yeah, he could take you to the ring and he sponsors fighters. But if that's not your goal, you could still get, but he's not, he's not very cheap because he yeah. has a, he's a really good product. There's name recognition yep. there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's super qualified. So I shout out Mick Doyle, but like, <laughs> I guess, but right. Um, He's got a great band too. Yeah, he does. Yeah. It's, he plays like the like yeah like uh, the Dubliner and like some stuff like that too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. Yeah. But uh, so I mean, like again, it's a broad question. But if you're someone who's like, I think it'd be cool, and I'm like either in like my late twenties, thirties, forties, or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just go join a local kickboxing or or boxing club, or go to a jujitsu gym if you think that'd be cool as well. Um, I think all three of those are equally as safe because with jiu-jitsu you are going to get some hand-to-hand combat like that's exactly what it is though so like be aware of that when there's a group fitness place you don't ever have to spar um so it's kind of how much you actually want to get into it but yeah if you're serious about martial arts like go you could even something as simple as go up to your ymca and take a taekwondo class with the 12 year olds who gives a shit get on your feet learn some basics move your toes (laughs) and then go somewhere when you find a discipline but for younger cats or for people that want to take a little bit more seriously i would just think about it's the 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 playing field is wide open in any major city you're gonna have no matter what your ambition is if you do want to try and make money on it or you want to just go out there maybe you want to teach it or like you just like i said you just want to kick ass (laughs) like whatever it is you know already when you walk into something that's going to be a discipline that you need discipline. So if you're going to be taking this seriously, really just take into mind what you think is a attainable and b earnestly what you just think is cool. Like, like it's that simple. If you if you're interested, especially like I said, you you gravitated especially from things like man, all this shit is just so dope from all the things that you watched. Yep. Like, and I was like, I want to learn these skills, and I know that I can't fly through the air and like shoot laser beams at my forehead. Bullshit. But <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I don't know that. <laughs> but I do think it's attainable to like learn how to throw. Like I wanted to box, so I was like, I'm gonna throw some one twos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was gonna make a joke, but I was like, nah, no, nah, fuck them. Yeah, yeah. Brevity is the soul of wit. <laughs> Absolutely, but like I said, it is a broad question. But to give you your black and white answer, the one thing after all this rambling is, um, like I said, if you're if you don't know where to start, start with somewhere friendly. If you do have an idea of like, I want to take this serious. I want to have six pack abs. I want to learn how to fight. I want to learn how to control my body. I want to become something. I want a goal. Um, Maybe even try a few disciplines, but obviously that costs cash. I get it. So what I would do is fuck it. Play those video games or watch those movies or, you know, watch the UFC or whatever it is that got you inspired by it. Pick out your favorite things from them. Pick out a favorite fighter, something like that. Seriously. And then just run with it because that kind of inspiration is going to give you discipline. And then when you have that discipline, then you're going to be able to run with actually like putting your body to the test and doing the things with the nutrition you need to do and knowing that you shouldn't do this or have that extra drink there. Not today, but, like, <laughs> but I guess that would be my thing. It's just like, if you're, if you really want to take it serious, be serious. Don't cause if you're going to go spar, there's, there's motherfuckers out there taking it serious and you're going to get hit and it's not going to be yeah. a good time or you're yes. going to get twisted and like, I, I started myself in like uh, you don't have to do junior that. Junior high, I think it was junior high, high school. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like the local community center. 
had a guy who like knew some Aikido and uh, say knew some Aikido. He was like, he trained under the dude who started it in Japan because he was old enough to have been stationed there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's cool though. Um, and it was, you go into that classroom and it's, it's a side room in a community center. It's nothing special. They throw down some mats and it's guys of all ages, like a bunch of dads with their sons there. Um, a bunch of, a fair number of dads with their daughters there too. Like everybody in between and the belt color did not matter. Like everybody was there and it was very, very friendly. And I've definitely been to a couple of places that are little uh little aggressive at first yeah and i i think that that's one of the big keys that, that you hit on is like if you go somewhere like you gotta like it you gotta you gotta mm -hmm. feel comfortable there yeah and you gotta not be afraid to walk out yeah like i don't this is not my jam no. this is not my vibe these yeah. this is i'm not gonna mesh well with these guys exactly i think if you don't see the value in that discipline or like you walk in i mean like maybe you just don't like taekwondo sure like i just like i don't care about mm -hmm. that many kicks but like <laughs> but like hey taekwondo has kicks i did i went up to Greenbelt in middle school i'm proud I'm, of I'm proud of you i actually am <laughs> i, I want to like, see some sidekicks <laughs> <laughs> because i don't want to get hurt and do sparring anymore i'm just gonna go big get a big knife Okay. <laughs> like, unless you have martial arts skills, no one's gonna fuck with you if you got a big knife. That's fair. Right? <laughs> Dude, Gosh, shit, they called my bluff. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. What are the odds? Motivation to try and get back into that shit is definitely Cobra Kai. That show. <laughs> hey man. As as, like, how they oh no. Like the fights in that show are completely fucking bogus, but yeah. they're awesome as hell. But they're awesome. <laughs> as hell Wherever you get motivation, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again. Wherever you get it. it. Samurai Jack. Some people get it from yeah. Well, and that's one of the yeah. things Tommy and I were talking about earlier when when uh, I was talking to you about doing this is that there's a difference between there's a difference between like the kids that get inspired when they're younger and then like go and learn the path, so to speak. Mm. And then, like, older people that see shit in a TV show or a video game and then jump in and are like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna do... I'm going to do it. Like, Bruce Lee Kung Fu. Wow. And yeah. That's, and they just have a incorrect comprehension of what it is. Well, like... I, yeah. So, kind of back to your initial question, yeah. I like to throw my two cents in. Um, and... Building off of what you just said there, yeah. there, there's definitely a big difference between age at which you start. And most people are come from one of two camps. Either they were interested through some form of like martial media, be it uh, video games, comic books, anime and manga, television shows, movies, that kind of stuff. And they pestered their parents into putting them into something. Like, find yeah. me something. Yeah. I crave violence, father. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, or which usually turns into football here in the states. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. kind of turns into like whatever is available. Or they are the children of parents who are like, "You lack discipline, child. Mm -hmm. I will find a man to beat it into you." Like, and then because <laughs> in a good way, I've taught kids. I've taught adults. I've done like seminars. I've done like dedicated classes, mm -hmm. one-offs whatever like i've taught a lot of different <laughs> martial arts and martial disciplines and from fencing to guns to bare bare hands like yeah. um and you can tell those the difference between those kids like right away 
the kids that are self-motivated and want to be there and the kids that are there because their mom or dad is sitting on the bench waiting for them to get done. Yeah. yeah. And that can, for all you parents out there listening, that can actually completely destroy your child's desire to ever do martial arts or anything for that matter. Like if you don't want to play football and dad makes you play football, right. boy, some of the most football hating dudes I've ever met in my entire life are the ones that were like, yeah, I played all four years in high school, like yeah. made varsity, did all this cool stuff, and then dropped that shit <laughs> like yeah. a bad habit. Never as soon as I became, exactly, as soon as I became emancipated from my parents and could say no to That's my dad. such a huge thing, too. It really it's is. Like, it's like dudes are like, I don't even watch football on TV. Like, get that shit out of my face. And I hate it. Yeah, and, and, and besides that, I wouldn't let you go on, but, yeah. like, I mean, at least with, like, football, it's a team sport. Like, I mean, like, I didn't want to play it by my senior year, and, like, I didn't. I, I stopped playing, yeah. and, like, I, I still played soccer, but, like, the whole thing was it was it was a team sport where at the very least I could find one guy on the bench or, like, something. Yeah. Like, so whack, dude, and, like, just, like, yeah, hang out with commiserate. him. But yeah. when it comes to fighting, I mean – you're on your own. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, if your, oh, yeah. par- if your parents aren't in- exactly like you were saying, it's like it probably kills a bunch of desires when you are, especially like 9, 10 to 15, anywhere in that age. And you're looking, like, you, you could go back to the huddle in football and be like, we're getting our ass whooped, dude. This sucks. Because I was there yeah. too. I played all four years in high school, like yeah. I said, minus the senior year. But I played from fifth grade on in, like, soccer as well and basketball and, like, all these team sports. But boxing was always the thing that I was like, I wasn't going to, I was playing some pickup basketball during the day. I love, and I love doing that to this day, but that's just my personal thing. But there was always, what did all the boys want to do? To, we would always just like, man, this is fucking like, we're just going to get the gloves and we're going to body and wear the, wear like Olympic helmets and like not try and, not try and punch to the nose. Mm-hmm. But like, and like, you know, unless it's the last one of the night, but like, but no straight jabs right to the bean. Please. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> we all got to go to school tomorrow. <laughs> like, but I, I, I do think, like I said, if, Especially, uh, you could probably say the same thing for people that are, uh, you know, like if you're a tennis player or a golfer oh, yeah. or certain, yeah. anything like that, where mm-hmm. it's an individual effort and you really want someone in your corner. And generally, if your coach is yelling at you and you're getting your ass beat, especially in a fighting sport where you're literally getting your ass literally, beat. Literally, physically. Looking yeah. over to your parents and they're just like, my Twitter's boring. Like, dude, yeah, this yeah. sucks. I never want to have that happen again. I just got punched a lot. Yeah. And yeah. no one yeah. cared. You're getting, <laughs> like, getting ridden by... Your parents. Let's go to Shakey's Pizza, You're kid. Fuck in. off. Like, like, yeah. like in. And then, yeah. Did you like your physical assault? Yeah. Like, but if there's a See dad, next week. If there's a dad that picks him up by his collar and is like, "Don't let that happen again. Let's go work on some throws. Like, let's yeah. go ice that down. I am going to take you to Shakey's Pizza and we're going to talk it over. Like, yeah. then, yeah, then, yeah, you got someone in your corner that makes you feel good. You make a bond. Like, it's it's so personal when it's, it comes to it's, fighting. It's it is personal. Like, you got to take it on yourself. Like, mm-hmm. it's great if your parents or anyone else, you know, like your friends or whatever, support you. But if you don't want to be there, all of the support in the world isn't going to... And yep. it's true for everything. Yep. But for for fighting sports specifically, and then especially when you move into, like, I'm not just doing it for recreation. Like, now I'm actually training to either learn a life skill or, like, reach a certain level in a sport. That, that personal, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That uh, drive, or yeah, that yeah. drive is gonna be the only thing that gets you through. Like if you mm-hmm. didn't have it and you go and enter cross that threshold, then you're getting booted out right away. Pretty much. And and nine times out of ten, it's gonna be you that boots yourself out. 
Yeah. Oh, the war yeah. is lost in the mind. Yeah. I mean, it, all other things being equal, the person with the drive, the tenacity, mm-hmm. the gut is going to be the one that comes out ahead. Yeah. And ultimately, you know, it kind of goes back to that idea, that concept or philosophy of like, we're, we're born alone, we die alone. Like yeah. these experiences are unique only to ourselves and no one else can really know the struggle. But like, <laughs> it's true. It's true yeah. when you're when you're out there, even on like team sports, you mm-hmm. know, like in team sports. Yeah, we fly together like a flock kind of thing. But ultimately, we're just we're a team of individuals. Right. We're each individually going through this communal uh, trauma or communal yeah. success. Like it, de- yeah. it, it depends. And uh, the struggle, the struggle. Yeah, the struggle is real. And with regards to martial arts, it's bridging that gap between fantasy and reality is Mm -hmm. a hard check. And that's kind of where I was going with like from kids who want to pick up martial arts early in life versus adults who either want to like, Oh, I did some Taekwondo when I was 12 or Mm -hmm. something like that. And they want to get back into it for real, or they've never done any sort of martial arts. They've always been on the periphery of this kind of stuff. And it's like, one day they were, they just were like, I'm a grown ass man. I'm gonna learn how to fight. Like, and just decided like, all right, time to get off the couch. I mean, granted, deciding is Deci- a significant portion of the battle. Exactly. But yeah. Taking portion. that first step, <laughs> taking that first step, you know, to, to, to wax Chinese philosophical, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Like, <laughs> and, uh, but that is, that's only the start. Yeah. And ultimately, and, I've I've had this happen numerous times where people come to me and say like, "Hey, can you like teach me some stuff?" And I'm like, "Absolutely, I can teach you some stuff." Um, what I would like you to do is start by doing 30 push-ups, 30 sit-ups, and a series of 30 Hindu squats every day. Do that for a month and talk to me again. Mm-hmm. And the number of people that have continued to then go on and learn actual training and fighting from me is like two. Yeah, <laughs> because if you don't have the discipline to like just work out like that yeah. minimal level of just work out anyone can do that workout that I've just enumerated yeah. so prove to me that you can do something mundane like prove to yeah. exactly prove to me that you can break a sweat once per day yeah. before I waste my time and that sounds super harsh I realize that like saying that out loud sounds super harsh mm-hmm. but you're gonna waste my time while wasting your time if you cannot yeah cop to just that little bit of exercise because it has to ultimately at the end of the day it has to come from inside you it cannot be the desire of your wife your girlfriend your husband whatever you might have your kids your parents your grandpa like smiling from beyond the grave like whatever it it doesn't matter it cannot come from any of those people it ultimately has to come from inside of you and especially for uh that person coming to martial arts late in life yeah I, and I say late. It's not like, oh God, you're forty. It's you're dead already. <laughs> Start your end of life planning. Like it's let it go, kid. But no. like you're not. <laughs> injuries are gonna last for a little yeah. bit longer than if you're you know twelve, sixteen years old. You're not yeah. gonna bounce back from stuff, especially if you haven't been working out. Mm-hmm. If you've been making yeah. a practice, if your hobbies are like video games and anime, chances are that injury that you're going to sustain is going to be different than like a dude who's coming from like powerlifting and is like, Hey, I want to learn how to, I'm going to build pop back. Yeah. I you're going to have plenty like, of times for video games and anime. Yeah. I want to learn how to like <laughs> throw hands, but he's been doing something physical, you know, prior to his martial arts, uh, 
forays and that sort of thing is like I always I always tell people there's there's really no greater gut check yeah. or like come to Jesus venture you can do besides going to war or practicing martial arts those are like that's it those are the two you're gonna either you're gonna find out what kind of a person you are <laughs> yeah very and quickly very quickly and and in a manner in which you can't lie to yourself that's the biggest thing yeah, is self-delusion yeah, yeah, yeah is is escaping self-delusion is like if you're at war you know if you're in combat if you've gone into the military to be like oorah oorah let's go get this and like you're taking rounds in a ditch or like behind your engine block of your Bradley or something like that you find Jesus real quick or yeah. like Muhammad or yeah. Gaia <laughs> or like yeah it's, one of the bodhisattvas like you're gonna find some sort of holy thing <laughs> kicking right. around in the back of your head and at that moment you you'll realize am I in for four and I'm out of here cause to hell with this nonsense or is this my life? Right. Do I thrive in this? Am I my Joko Cold War? Yeah. <laughs> I smile when I talk about shooting dudes in Iraq. Like, yeah, you like, know, are you? I mean, don't, it don't takes, come and try again, to kill me, Joko. Takes a crazy <laughs> discipline. Please don't. It takes a crazy well, discipline. No, yeah, you find out. You like, are you a kind of person that uh, that is beset upon by struggle and then meets that struggle, or are you the kind of person that is? not going to meet that particular struggle yeah and that's, that's not yeah that's not to like disparage those people either no and it's not it to say like there's a different struggle for you to meet think yeah. that on a base level this kind of provides a opportunity for people if you've ever wondered what you're made of yep. here's how you find out yep. because i I've always said, <laughs> like I'm 78 years old but like like Grand I'm Pappy's wisdom yes <laughs> That like no matter if it's especially like what you said like if you're if you're a veteran of war you get you're, you're a fighter or whatever it is are, how calm are you when you get pulled over yeah mm-hmm. if you were to be driving in traffic and you saw a major accident it was obviously you're the first car in front of it and someone's fucked up mm-hmm. do you drive away or do you slow down do you call the cops do you get out of the car like you don't have to you might have somewhere to be as well I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying that like people don't have lives but like if you have nowhere to be you're just on your you're going to the fucking store and you see some crazy shit like that. How do you respond? Do you panic? Do you mm-hmm. do, do you do the right thing? Like when do you run toward the gunfire or away from it? I yeah. think any like and shit. Fight or flight is all about you know. Like I said, it's sometimes the presence of mind is being like I want. I'm gonna I'm gonna and take a book a page out of the book of mind my, my own damn business and I'm out of here. And I get that too. But why are you running towards or away? That's that's yeah. another yeah. I think that when people are put in a sense of panic in a situation where, I mean, panic might even be a strong word because mm-hmm. it's, do you panic though? When there's something that like you could totally be calm and cool and collected like an EMT worker or whatever. And I'm using really extreme examples, but you know, yeah. so are you yeah. like, you know, yeah. going to war and shit, but yeah. like these things happen day to day life. These yeah. things will happen. Like if I, I, again, broken record, but I was in a traumatic ass injury in the past five months ago. Oh yeah. And the people that stepped up and helped me out, like, I mean, that was the first thing I thought about was like, you know, there were plenty of good people that showed up that day and stepped out of the car and helped me out and uh, made a decision to be a good person that day. Sure, but made a decision to do... 
it, but it probably wasn't even a decision. They're like, I'm getting out of the car. I'm going to go help that guy. Like immediately. Like, yeah. like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like people like that, if you've ever kind of wondered a way to figure out, am I that person? <laughs> like, am I, what do I, what am I made of? Mm-hmm. Well, this is how you find out. I would like to say, even if you're just going to a group cardio kickboxing class or no one's throwing a punch at you at a certain point, because I know I teach those, mm-hmm. I am damn near screaming in your face to push harder. <laughs> and jump farther and do this yep. better. And, like, if you can't handle that, you know, my job isn't to be like, well, then get the fuck out. <laughs> because, yeah. like, yeah. there's the door. Because that's not cool. Because, But I'm going to be like, I'm glad that we pushed you to that point today. I'm glad that you found out where your limit is. Now let's yeah. reel it back in because yep. I'm not going to hurt you. So yep. let's figure out how to wrangle that energy into a controllable manner. And I feel like some people are just fucking born with it, Jocko. But, like, (laughs) obviously, they become Navy goddamn SEALs. But, like, I do think that fighting... I got a grip of his energy drink today. (laughs) We're so ready! I was about to say, how do you feel? Yeah. (laughs) I just think it's, like I said, it's something that, from a personal experience, is um, fighting has really shown me that, like, how... Even when I just started sparring again in, like, my mid-20s to, like, really take it serious, well, I was like... I'm nervous. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah. I'm a grown ass man. Oh, yeah. I know how bad shit hurts. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just, I was, it's like going off of what you were saying. It's, it's a, not a traumatic experience, but like you can push yourself to a pretty hard edge in a sort of a noncommittal way. You know, you don't mm-hmm. have to join the military. You don't have yeah. to like become an EMT. Yeah, you don't have to like 20 become bucks, a cop. 20 bucks for an afternoon. Like, yeah. Or something just like that. Like, like pay some money, like go, go buy yourself a month at a yeah. gym. And that's uh, to kind of go off of what you were saying before. Um, if you're going to get into martial arts, go to a place that has sparring. Yeah, I would say that, though, too. That has if you're going to get into martial arts, yeah. you want to be able to have that contact because it's going to take the training wheels off. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff when we in, in, in wrestling. It's We call it mat experience. So there's a lot of stuff that we can teach you. But at the end of the day, you got to make it work. Mm-hmm. You know, so like there's there's the classroom and then there's the laboratory. Mm-hmm. So like you're sitting there, you're learning, you're learning your moves, even up to and including like hitting bags, hitting pads, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's classroom. Right. But then when you put a human being, we're doing some chemistry we're blending some. Yeah. We're blending when you, some when shit you put now. A human being that doesn't want to get their neck squeezed, <laughs> yeah. that doesn't want to get punched in the face and is not going to cooperate with you. <laughs> that's welcome to the lab. Like, yeah, like that's that. no longer the classroom. You're going to take what we have shown you and you're going to try to make it work for you. Cause practical applications. Exactly. Everybody's body is different. Everybody reacts differently. And, when you have somebody that's not just going to be like, okay, put me in an arm bar. Oh, and let's be honest. Oh, tap. No, that hurts. You got that arm bar good. Like versus somebody who's like actively trying to a not get arm barred and b arm bar you. Yeah. And there's, it's what we're all waiting for. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so like, that's not, you can't teach that. No. You have to experience yeah. that. You Are take you what you've ex- been taught when you get punched in the nose and you're, you're seeing a little stars, but you know, like, yeah, we're gonna be okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're never. You don't know how you're gonna react. Let's until, not have that happen again. How yeah. can I actively think through this without just starting to throw hands? I mean, <laughs> what is nature's greatest teacher other than pain? It's, well, I mean, yeah, and ang- that's not to say like you're not even just physical pain. Like I said, because yeah. not like it's it's not just be all heady, but like you're absolutely right. I think that's a profound statement in the fact that like we some of the greatest art we've ever gotten is from. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> that was such, that's so As poetic. As he enters energy drink number two. Yes. <laughs> so poetic. <laughs> like some of the greatest poetry, art, movies, creativity yeah. has come from emotional pain or, you know, like spiritual childhood, pain. spiritual mm-hmm. pain, whatever yeah. it is. And, but uh, physical, physical pain is more like taking a drug to the vein. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Like the, it, you're, you're getting right that. Can't it's not going it. to settle in. It's not coming in over time. It's not rocking your brain. No, no, no. It's there, and yeah. it's it teaches you very fast. And I think that is you learn very fast, especially the ones that are considered like the greatest of all time in most every discipline, whether it be a Gracie or a Floyd Mayweather or a Khabib Nurmagomedov. They don't get they don't get touched. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you see how fluid that was. That was good. I'm that a couple beers good. deep, and it was boom. Nurmagomedov. <laughs> but, he practiced but, that for hours. Yes. <laughs> they don't get touched and they yeah. make it seem like art and they blend their skill in a way that just like it has, a, has a fluidity of motion that no matter if it's slipping and rolling, if it's throwing low kicks and high kicks, if it's rolling on the ground, if, it, mm-hmm. if it's grappling with wrists and being able to control a man and then choke him out standing up, John Jones. Mm-hmm. Like, like. All that kind of shit. When it gets to a point where you're like, no, 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 these people are at a level that the rest of us are not. Muhammad Ali yep. putting his hands down and just looking at people in the face and shaking his shoulders and not getting hit like that. Greatness, like that greatness, uh-huh. is achieved by only a small few. And to get to that point, to have the confidence to just not get touched, mm-hmm. you'll get hit so many times along when, the way. Don't get discouraged. We have a t- we have a tendency to think that like. When you watch a highlight reel of Mike Tyson knocking out like forty motherfuckers, like it, it we're like, yeah, yes, yeah. so cool. <laughs> oh, I can't lay a hand on him. Mike Tyson's been knocked out; like he's lost fights. Yeah, he yeah. has gotten his ass handed to him before Buster he's, Douglas, like before he became Iron Mike. You know, mm-hmm. when Muhammad Ali was still Cassius Clay, like he was still getting beat. Like, yeah, not regularly because obviously he still got. He got but we it. don't remember that. But we don't know. You know, that's not the highlight reel. That doesn't yeah. make the highlight reel. That's sort of like. But everyone takes their lumps. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody takes their lumps. And when you start in the discipline, take all those highlight reels and throw it in the trash. <laughs> Straight like, up, throw that in the trash. You are gonna get use them for rocked. inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Do you, you get, you get pumped to go work the heavy bag and go yeah. to class, but just then forget think, that in the lab because yeah. you you're not throwing like yeah. hands like this and working it. It's not happening, man. And Put that shit down. It's the it, the highlight reel, man, and like it's because it's kind of a, f- a form of fantasy. It's yeah. not like quite on the par of like video games, anime fantasy, mm-hmm. but like <laughs> the highlight reel is the culmination of a lifetime of practice is people's pr- Facebook profile. You're yeah. seeing the highlights. It's a cultivated all bush. The good shit. It's a bonsai tree. You know, like you don't see all the weeding that goes into creating that highlight reel. And that's for those, for those guys and gals and everything in between coming into it later in life. That's hard to shake. Yeah. That's yeah. A, cause that's a lifetime of watching highlight reels and being like, yeah, be that oh i want to be that guy i could be that i could be that guy and like you go in there and you practice and you're like yeah all right okay what are we gonna do live sparring sweet touch hands whoop and you just get like snatched up in four seconds and squeezed and you're like what bad time well, that's why what just happened that's why bjj got that uh got that reputation when it first like blew up on the scene it's like magic because yeah. it was just doing it was doing that to guys it would you were you would go in and then it would, you would be on the ground and done. <laughs> be on the ground yeah. and done. All of a sudden, and you didn't know yeah. why. 
you, I mean, it's one thing to know someone's <laughs> yeah. better than you, and that's okay. But I don't understand but, why he's better than me. Right, <laughs> like, you don't understand. I need an explanation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be upset until someone and, explains to me what just happened. And it's right. not like that doesn't happen every time something new and, and like, mind-bending comes along. Mm-hmm. That's just the, an example. But, um, but yeah, it, like, you go in there, and then even guys that have made their life's work out of competitive fighting sport we're going in and getting hemmed up with this brand new thing and it was it was knocking the sense back into them because they had a whole life of indoctrination to this one kind of experience mm, right and then they get hit when well metaphorically <clears throat> and physically when you're when you've gone through i'd say even into your early 20s like that's when it really starts to sink in yeah, you're like, not immortal. You've already, <laughs> you've already been exposed to so much television, movies, video games, um, commercials, media whatever, in general, media really. In general, yeah. That's giving you a false sense of what it, of what a physical altercation with another human being, whether it's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Whether it's agreed upon between the two of you or not oh, a mutual combat thank you whether consensual, mutual, consensual. Yeah. <laughs> whether it's consensual or not it's different like yeah the perception that you're getting is different and it, i was going to say when you guys were talking about where to go to get started um i think there is some validity in kind of doing the martial arts that like the practices where like fighting other people is not the goal of that practice but I think that we train only is, not to fight. Yes, <laughs> I, th- I think that. Well, I'm talking like like tai chi or form based kung fu, okay. or karate or stuff like that, mm. uh, like kata based karate, that kind of stuff. Steven Seagal. Yeah. <laughs> don't, uh, <laughs> no, no, just don't mention his. Just but. one time, I got it in. I jabbed. <laughs> we're done. I, oh God, I want to. <laughs> I want to spar Steven Seagal. Turn the fucking. <laughs> you listening to me? You turn the wrist. Six foot five fat bastard. I <laughs> you. Like, I'm a Russian Mongol. Yeah, God, that, that, that guy. My family's a Russian Mongol. The real life Frank Dukes. Like, I'm so glad Jean Claude Van Damme almost beat the shit out of him at a party. Like, I love that story. I love that story. Oh, it's so good. Gene LaBelle choked him till he pooped. Apparently, I oh, love yeah. that. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. Yes. I, I think that being experiencing a sparring match is vital to understanding where you want to go with if it's something you're interested in absolutely yeah 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 Yeah. i would if you want to take it moderately seriously like the one of that's one of like i mean get like spend like like you said like a month getting into shape spend another couple months at the very least probably like you know whatever your discipline is learning your learning your balance learning your get your legs under you get a couple one of the most fantastic things that I think actually one of my one of my trainers at the gym actually just brought to me today, and I was like, he's he's a big Muay Thai guy. He works at uh, McDoyle's as well. He's mm-hmm. over at Eighty Eight Tactical. He teaches Jiu Jitsu over there too. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's um, his name is Josh Kreitchi. He's a great, he's a great dude. Um, right, <laughs> but uh, he literally just texted me today. Um, was like, hey, is the gym open on Sunday? Like, cause we only don't have classes. Just want to make sure we didn't have any PTs. And he was like saying. Um, and I think this is crucial for especially if you want to get into martial arts, you need to learn how to breathe. Yeah. Uh, you know, how to breathe while you're yeah. moving. 
um, when to tighten up your core and what disciplines you're using. Like I said, like breathing while you're wrestling and tightening up your core to be able to use your body effectively and not grunt through it is going to be a lot more like powerlifting as opposed to something, like I said, to just talk where I know, mm-hmm. boxing, where you're tightening up your core so when you inevitably are going to get hit in the stomach with an uppercut, <laughs> you're tightened up so it doesn't hurt that bad. Yeah. yeah. Now, like the breathing and discipline. So like he texted me today and he's a, he's a big Muay Thai guy. Uh, he loves doing Muay Thai and he trains at Doyle's for kickboxing and he teaches the jujitsu there and stuff like that. But um, he was like, hey, can I teach a breathing course on Sunday? Like that's literally all we're going to do is mm-hmm. we're not, it's not going to be yoga poses. It's going to be shadow boxing and breathing courses with a few yoga poses essentially. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that is the most brilliant shit I've ever heard of in my life. Let's do that. Yeah. Not, I mean, because it hasn't been thought of before, but I was like, I, we haven't done something like that at our gym because we are just a group fitness place. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, no. There are a bunch of these people that, A, everyone could benefit from this. But I mm-hmm. do think that especially you want to start uh, like kind of a more advanced tip. It's, it shouldn't be advanced, but it's probably something that if you're just trying to get into boxing or jiu-jitsu, whatever you're doing. Yeah, you're not going to see it until you're You really need to right. learn how to breathe. Breathing yeah. is our fuel. Breathing yeah. is our air. You will make it – you will make an – an hour-long kickboxing sparring teaching session feel like hell or be attainable depending on how you breathe yeah I, I think entirely so and that and that includes from just a base level of like I said just working the bag or getting hit in the stomach uh, yeah. and like knowing when to like like breathe out and exert air as you force your way through kicks take more breathing blocking takes more breathing light jabs shouldn't take that much breathing like all those like tiny little things don't worry about that too much as you're getting started. But if you're, if you want a little tip, if you're trying to get advanced, if you're trying to have a little tip, <laughs> tip tap, just breathe as you hit, breathe as you move, like that kind of stuff. But that starts exactly like you were saying earlier, man. Is are you willing to do thirty squats? Are you willing to run a mile? Are you willing to do your cardio? Are you willing to show up to the gym already in, with six pack abs and then be like, all right, now let's learn. You're gonna be light years ahead of my other students because you not only obviously have athletic discipline. You know how to run a couple miles. So that means you know how to breathe, mm-hmm. and I can then take that and like, all right, now let's use the practical application of your breathing for fighting. Yeah. Oh, it's mm-hmm. it's I, I I don't want to say nine tenths all, but I'll exaggerate. I'm like, yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like th- this is ninety percent mental and ten percent physical. Mm-hmm. Breathing is the ninety percent mental. Don't come back to breath. Get in a meditative state. Be calm when you get hit, and just breathe in, breathe out. You're gonna make it. Like that's tip number one if you're gonna go spar. Yeah. I mean, that's, there's a reason there's so much emphasis in like Eastern martial arts mm-hmm. on things like breathing, coming like, back to breath. It's all breath. Chi, the, one of the translations of Chi is literally breath. It's no yep. mystical hoodoo. It's not throwing Kamehameha's. It's, <laughs> it's literally just control your breath. Yeah. That's it. One of the highest attainments in <gasps> Kung Fu is um, the sort of like eye of the tempest state mm-hmm. where you could be you're you're fighting you are fighting it is like life and death you are ending people's careers in walking like all around you but you're breathing as, as we're breathing here sitting at this table yep. that's your breath that's mm-hmm. your but like around you is this like it's chaos is chaos mm-hmm. is this whirlwind that you are sitting at the center of but you are just steady in steady out just mm-hmm. like we're sitting here at rest or like in a meditative breathing state mm-hmm. like if if you're familiar with like the what is it the Wim Hof or Wim Hof yeah Wim, Wim Hof method. yeah and, the uh, cold weather guy the cold weather guy yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, or a uh, nine bottled wind and a lot of people call that like woo woo and a little bit of like, like pseudoscience but like I mean uh, sure 
I'm not going to get into politics with it or anything. I don't want to ask personal opinions, but like, yeah, I'm probably some of it's like, yeah, you can do that, buddy. But like, not everyone's wired like you, but I do really think that he's right. You're, you're right. Like you're right on a path where like, watch those guys and like, no, 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 he, he, he's probably got some more sort of muscle structure and mental capacity that you don't go sit in the Arctic, but like (laughs) not everybody's David Blaine, you know, I'll hold my breath for, (laughs) 10 minutes and like sit in a pool of water. Like, yeah. Some but, people are just wired different. But like what he is saying about like, no, no, no. All of the reason I can do this is because of breathing and like, that, yeah. well, that's, but yeah, his, he might be wired differently, but like the anatomy is the same well, the, yeah. at the, at the base of it. It's, it is focus and breathing and focus and breathing. So study these people don't seek to emulate them. Yeah. You know, but study them, see what they did. Yeah. See what works for you. Throw out what doesn't. I mean, that's it, what is what is the core of uh, Buddhism is don't try to be Buddha. suffering. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The cycle of samsara. Yeah. It, yeah. The whole thing with like Buddha, like Buddha said it himself. He's like, don't be me. Mm. This is just what I did. Yeah. Yeah. Make it work for you. But like, don't follow. You don't have to follow exactly in my footsteps. Don't monkey do that. see monkey do you yeah. do you because this worked for me. It's I'm good. Thank you. This worked for me. But like, it's not guaranteed to work for you. Yeah. And like half of half of Buddhism okay, went, all right, boss. And then the other half was like, he's literally a god. We need to do everything exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I did whatever, man. Dogmas. But yeah, she is like, a, I mean, like I said, if that's what you want to call your inner power, absolutely. I think it's I think it's huge to be able to kind of harness your you manifest your energy into a certain pattern. And obviously now at this point, like I said, we were just talking like, what's the practicality of martial arts? And we're talking mm-hmm. about chi fighting, but like, you know, I mean, like, but I mean like it, all, it's, it really all comes from the same earnest thing. It is 90% mental. I well, mean, it's manifesting intent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like if what we we're talking about, you do uh, only have a certain capacity of mental energy. And if you're serious about, about say, something yeah. this physical, then you probably shouldn't be wasting your time on other things that are wasting your time. Ultimately, this becomes... Save yeah, your right. brain for that because it's going to make you clear-headed. Absolutely. Right. I. That's why I'm never that stressed. That's why I don't... I mean, like, I'm I'm lucky that it's becoming... A, like, like I'm sure you are as well, that you've become such a big part of your life that, like, I don't got... I don't have time to be stressed. I got time to be angry on the mat. Like that's about it. I'm in the ring. I'm throwing those. I'm throwing that anger out, and I'm good on that. After that, mm-hmm. like I don't got time to be angry when I'm home. I'm gassed. You, you get <laughs> you get antsy when you're not training. Yes, so that's when I get like, angry. Yeah. Is when I'm sitting around like I'm fucking. Hold on, where did I put my kettlebell? I need to like, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna go bang out. Like I do it all the time on the Twitch stream. To be honest, shameless plug. But like all the time, like lately, it's become a thing where I'm like, listen, I don't have any more of you guys' viewer levels you sent in. So if you haven't done your 30 push-ups, we're doing them together. Let's go. And like we just get them done real fast. And like I'm sure not a single one of the IT nerds does it with me, but it doesn't matter mm-hmm. because I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to be preachy, but mm, I got the blood flowing again. I feel good. I'm like, <laughs> I got some of this like. I can't beat this level out of my system, and yep. now I can go back at it and do it again. Yep. I haven't done it lately on this stream, but I did make it a point. Where like, I'm gonna take a quick break. I gotta go pee and do my 20 push-ups. We'll be right back. Like, <laughs> like I, I earnestly think that like it doesn't matter who you are. Start small. Drink a 32 ounce of water and do 10 push-ups. You probably haven't done that in the past few years. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm, right. the, I'm, I'm talking to some of you earnestly. If you All can right. hit that point, I, you're. If you can hit, if you can drink 32 ounces of water and do 20 push-ups every day, then you... You're on your way, fella. Yep. Then Lady you fella. are capable... In between, of fella. ...doing a 100-man kumite. 
I mean, like, you've already you've got the building block. If you can do that, I'm in. Then you're in. I'm in. I'm in on this theory, actually. No, I mean, <laughs> Tom has kind of a. I don't think about it. If you if you think about it, he's like, like, I don't fucking think so. <laughs> I mean, we're not gonna like evoke invoke the law of equivalencies or anything like that. But right, like, but it's if you are disciplined enough. If I cheers this can, is it gonna explode? Because oh. it's a Jacko can. <laughs> if uh, love support. If you are disciplined enough to do that, to make a regimen of daily exercise what you do without yeah. thinking, you have within you, potentially, yes. the yeah. discipline to do something like a 100-man kumite. It's, it's mm -hmm. possible. It's possible. Many things are possible. Yeah. And when we all know that, Probable like... It's a different story. <laughs> that's all on but, you, man. Like that's yeah. yeah. I mean, your health and fitness and diet and all those mm -hmm. things everyone preaches about all day long. No one's perfect. I'm one of the first people. I'm a horrible trainer. I'm one of the first people to tell people, I'm like, hey, half the reason I do this is so I can partake in my vices guilt free. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I wanna, I want to have a couple beers because it's Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> so I'm doing my running. Like, yeah. that's one of the things that motivates me a lot of times to actually just go do anything physical is that like uh, now I can fuck I'm, off <laughs> well if I'm like if I'm falling short of the 100 man kumite and I'm only like sparring two people <laughs> <laughs> that's two more people than like 99% of the world the world yeah <laughs> like for sure perspective yeah it's about perspective yeah, yeah. and that's that's something like when we were um we were training for our uh, pistol instructor course. We were shooting at a much greater level than what was required for the test. Because mm -hmm. then the day of the test, despite the fact that it had just snowed like eight inches prior, and it was like <laughs> it was currently snowing and, too, and was yeah. snowing at the time. <clears throat> we were doing our test at the outdoor range and was like twelve degrees mm -hmm. in rural Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Like I'm wearing my thermals. I brought gloves. Yeah. No. Like I'm not sitting here shivering and shaking like this guy that just showed up today and is wearing like a vest. Yeah. And like, he's sweating shooting the qualifier. We've been shooting like worse than the qualifier. For practice, yeah, <laughs> you know, like this is what I'm doing now to get this cert is not as bad as what I've been subjecting myself to. to I'm practice yeah. for this. I'm just genuinely curious because you guys, you guys did it together. What cert were you going to go get? Pistol instructor. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. Because I do not have a CCW because I suck at pistols. I'm gonna be honest. Like I, I first of all, I'm what not making teach? a big political statement, but Seal like concealed carry classes. I would love to. I get Shameless it. I, I, he's offered me it before. My my wife has one. Raven Security Associates. <laughs> there we go. Okay. No shameless plug. Please please do. <laughs> this, is, this is what the show is about. Uh, you're hired. You're sponsored. No I'm kidding. No, like, are. <laughs> um, but uh, like I said, like I not to get all political or nothing like that. But I'm like, no, I pistols are not my strength. Like dude, sure, like no. hand to hand, like hand to hand, like two hand pistols. I mean, like I we have like. Martial arts is not my strength. Yeah, no, but I'm like I'm a pretty good trap shooter. I got a I got a Mossberg. I got a mm -hmm. we got a Benelli. We got like long range bows and like all that kind of stuff. I I like shooting trap. I like shooting pheasant. I like shooting like you know like at deer and that kind of stuff. I can hunt. I can be patient. Uh, individual combat, active shooter at the mall. I am not your guy. <laughs> like I'm just not. And I do I not like I said. Guy, so, the only reason I said like not to be political is your like, Huckleberry. <laughs> I do think that it'd be nice if a lot more people maybe admitted that. Like I said, and just like, you know, I do think it'd be great to like, hey, check yourself for a second. How skilled are you really? Do you think you're going to be the one to actually neutralize this situation? Maybe, yeah. maybe you shouldn't be the one with the gun. But 
I do earnestly think that it's, you know, like I said, we have this, like I said, not getting political. I think that we have rights for a reason. We, I, I own plenty of guns. It's, it's none of that. It's just that when it comes down to responsible gun owning and training, I do think that it comes down to the responsibility of people that buy the guns themselves to say, do I have in a panic situation the wherewithal to be in control? And going to whatever place to learn how to do it is only so much of a training situation. But I trust, that's what I was asking. I was like, okay, I trust instructors to be able to like make it very clear, which is when I, one of the first things my wife said that when she went and did her thing was like, no, they made it very clear. They're like, we are not heroes. Mm-hmm. We're not here. Quick draw McGraw. <laughs> like, uh-huh. What we're here to do is to be lawful citizens who understand how to be in the loosest term, vigilante, that's not our point. We're not Batman either, yeah. but in our loosest term of being able to understand, defend ourselves, defend our fellow man, and understand what's going on around us with what we have. And so that's, again, why I hope that one of you motherfuckers are around me because I'm not quick draw McGraw when it comes to this. I'm going to hide under a table. I'm going to be 100% honest. You should totally do a firearm episode. Well, I was going to say. That'd be fantastic. Like, hmm. I don't know what. I don't know, I don't know what time we got. <laughs> Uh, tonight, if we want to stick around and do one, or if we want to schedule one for uh, another night, but um, I say we schedule it for another night when that's yeah. the main topic. Yeah, you guys went pretty balls deep into martial arts. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, and because I we could, I mean, but that's, uh, I'd I'd love this group to come back as well. But I'd I'd bring quick drama McGraw on over, like, yeah. and she'd love to talk about that kind of stuff as well. We actually mm-hmm. just for her, she proud of her. She <laughs> when she graduated college, her her mom was like willing to go super hard and like buy her like a really expensive gift, something that like, you know, you don't normally get. She's like, "Do you want like diamond earrings? Do you want to like go like on like you want to go like Fiji? Do you want to like like I'm willing to drop some money." Be like, "I don't give a shit." She was like She's like, "I want a baby blue replica of James Bond's PP7." And I was like, <laughs> "I love you so much. Like that is so fucking cool." And she and we got it. Like I know they don't have the exact like PPK, sure. but like yeah. Walther PP, but it's it's a Walther like the exact. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, yep. I was like, "This is the coolest shit in the world." To be honest, there's a I so technically via like six degrees of cool, I have a James Bond gun. <laughs> like, That's right. <laughs> but. No silencer. <laughs> I mean, so, you could get one. I know, but yeah, I was like, a, but that, but that's more expensive than the gun. I was about <laughs> like, to say it would be more expensive than the gun. <laughs> so, <but. laughs> like, uh, to like pull it back into the the martial arts. The where are we going on? Like a, an hour? No, we're kicking it. I do have one question, but I want you to keep going. Um, I was gonna say, so. Well, let's answer your question first. All right. Well, yeah, let's, let's it's it. silly, but because we're all nerds here, including a relution in the booth, uh, you know, we're talking about practicality from like our, our, our vices and our like favorite inspirations and mm-hmm. practicality. Cause I have an answer, but I kind of want to know. So if you have a favorite fighting game, video mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. we can think there's the base three street fighter, Tekken, Mortal Kombat, right, right. but there's more than that. There's plenty more than that. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do, you, do we have, do you have a favorite fighting game? I was never able to really get I'm not saying I'm good at them. The whole <laughs> the fighting game uh, mechanics <laughs> like how they function. Like I could never I could never pull it off very well. Um Nate Dog, like another resident host of this podcast, mm-hmm. whips every one of these people. We could probably all four of us grab a controller and he would beat us. All of the same. I don't doubt all that. all of yeah. the same. Yeah, like dude, he's so that. good at it. It's, it 
I had him over earlier and we were warming up with Tekken because I told him we were going to be doing like a martial arts episode and I said basically hand him the stick so I could just watch him work. <laughs> and I was what, like, what's crazy is that <laughs> fighting games have visually mimicked martial arts progressively more and more and more kind of accurately. accurately. Yeah. I don't know about the whole as a whole no one's getting like, uppercutted eight feet in the air yeah, but like, like the punches are accurate like a lot of the move the are getting more accurate that kind of stuff the function to perform that is so wildly in a different universe <laughs> of what it actually <laughs> yes. is yes yes until we're able to like what do you think the most practical the one is do you have any? Because I have I have an absolute answer because I've thought I thought about this all day. I mean, like, didn't MMA come out with a game? Yeah. Like, I guess fair. Uh, okay. That's boring. Yeah, no, I'm saying like of, of all the goofy ones, like Dead or Alive, Guilty Gear, Mortal Kombat, Tekken's. Okay, that's <laughs> not a hand to hand con. It is a fighting game. You can be Darth Maul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Mortal Kombat versus DC Mortal Universe. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. I mean, yeah. I've got a soft spot in my heart for Guilty Gear because it's so, so good. over the top. Like it's <laughs> so ridiculous. I've Dead or Alive it. is a great one too, but like Guilty Gear is yeah. a, it has a soft spot I've for me as well. I've played it once in my entire life because I had friends who I had two friends in particular that did they went to like a Guilty Gear tournament. Whoa! And I was watching them, and I'm like, I don't even understand. I don't even understand <laughs> the inputs. I imagine this is like a human. Like looking at an alien civilization, like I just don't understand oh, what's going. It's like a Kardashev two civilization. Like, <laughs> I just, too much I going on. They're so beyond. Uh, their technology is such it is indistinguishable from magic yeah. to my primitive caveman eyes. Like I yeah. don't know what's going on in yeah. front of me. This is the most insane game I've ever seen in my life. But Guilty Gear is <laughs> a great answer. I mean, like obviously, like it's awe inspiring in a way. So that's cool. It's do you, do you have a favorite fighting I, game at all? Um, though? Like if you had to, you know, even like you think you could beat one. Like you did, do you though? <laughs> so Turn into Charlie. <laughs> 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 I declare this kangaroo court. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Laura Burnlaw. <laughs> I recuse no, myself. What's your policy on fighting games? <laughs> um, I I prefer I prefer games that have fighting in them. Um, all uh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Okay, I see what you're saying. Um, We're like the hand-to-hand co- Assassin's a Creed. Others that do like hand-to-hand in a, like a similar vein. Um, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that's know, cool I though. You would describe that. Sick at all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of. I was never really good at the Dark Souls kind of Sekiro. Yeah, no, that whole man, that whole vibe it, is tough yeah. to deal with in but a sense. Know, but Ghost of Tsushima is just like a. Like it's a sword like fighting a down version of that, like mechanical system. Yeah. yeah. What's the? There were so like time based blocks and parries. Yeah. Like so like with sword fighting and weapons and whatnot video games are like firmly entrenched in the realm of fantasy like yeah. literally no game gets it right yeah. at all whatsoever um, <laughs> ghost is pretty I'm close man for vr stuff simply because now you can use your actual hands yeah. to make actual movements yeah and actually have to be disciplined if you're actually like good at like yeah. low broadsword or something like uh, whatever the fuck it is uh from what i've seen of like ghost of tsushima yeah. it's it's fairly historically accurate flavored up a little bit obviously yeah. obviously and it's got the flavored, like yeah. akira kurosawa like whole thing to it i think it has like a kurosawa mode like yeah. they just it come right out and like name the beast uh what's what was it there's some medieval games that came out recently was lord how there's one of Mordhau, them. yeah mordhow had fairly realistic sword handling kingdom come 
I think. Is that mm-hmm. another one? Never I've played, never seen, but it's it a, a name I'm aware of. Yeah, I've I've heard of those two, both Mordhau, uh, which is an actual uh, strike. That's a real strike. Um, the Death Stroke or the Death Strike. Oh, which is shit, actually where uh, one that's one not really specifically about weapons. Not yeah. practical, but I'm super yeah. about to get back into is For Honor. Like that one was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, interesting Which in a way. It's like, like it's an interesting like just juxtaposition of historical figures that like would have never crossed blades with one another, yeah. but are due to reasons, plot reasons. Yeah, Vikings and samurai, yeah, for example. Like not but like not even remotely accurate fighting, but fun. Yeah. Which is sort of like like how I, up your I own started ass. that game from like <laughs> season one. I found out about it just like from a when it was a beta, and I started playing it like before they even had seasons. And then I played from like season zero to like three, and then I just booted it back up like a year ago, which is like a long time from now. But I still say just because from zero to three to like twelve, where they were at then, was God, like yeah, whatever they're at. There's now. 83 characters. Like people are spam killing. They're like oh they, it was God. just like I was like I'm. It's, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like if I started up playing World of Warcraft again. Oh, now. Like, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't. I ended. You guys want to play Diablo? Or, like, you know what? <laughs> I might pick up Diablo 2 again. Like, fuck it. I'm waiting for Diablo 4. But. Uh, right. dropped into uh, Counter-Strike. Recently? CSGO? Yeah. No. My, the I last done time it since like 2002. I was yeah. about to say the so last. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Counter Strike Source was the last time mm-hmm. I played mm-hmm. a match of Counter Strike. Yeah. After like CS 1.6 and then Half Life 2 came out and then they updated all the Counter Strike and that was the last time I played Counter Strike. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Uh, but yeah, not to say that like yeah. to to caveat or to. To lampshade like all of this, not to say that like everything needs to be like, oh my god, it needs to be so accurate, or I hate yeah. it. Like, not to get up my own ass about like because oh, honestly, it has to I, be accurate from a video game standpoint, I do think there needs to be a certain level of like, like, like okay, like in Ghost of Tsushima, there's like a hidden stamina bar that while you're playing, like at a certain point, he gets like really tired and really slow with the yeah. sword strikes, but then it picks back up pretty quick. So like, but like if it was an actual accurate stamina ratio of a a Japanese guy in the 1300s who's probably 5'4", like, yeah. there's no way that dude's fighting 600 people in a row fucking, yeah. <laughs> like I said, like a 100-man challenge style. Well, there's, yeah, it's most... So that stuff needs to be suspended for the sake of, like, playability. Yeah. yeah. But when it comes to the actual cool shit he's doing, I want it to be as, like, shing, shing, as, like, as possible. Yeah. Like, so, like, I get it. Like, it doesn't think it has to be super, super, super close. But if it's a game that's based in historical fact, like, obviously, if there's not, like, a whole bunch of... There was a bunch of demons and other shit in that game, too. Like, well, certain... certain, But, like, in the multiplayer, in certain parts of the story mode, and something like flashbacks. But that's, that, that, that's that. It's, like, yeah. all dream stuff. When you're actually, like, fighting Mongols, it's... Obviously, like, you know, are you going to be that accurate with, like, slow motion with a bow and arrow on a horse to shoot, like, three guys through the head from 28,000 <laughs> meters? No. But it's sick as fuck. It's so awesome. like, yeah. like So yeah, I want I want that ability because it makes it super playable. But when it comes to like the boss battles, where it's like it's this guy with a shield and a giant like broadsword, yep. versus me, you don't get any of your little you don't get any of your little bombs, any of your arrows, any of your quips, any of your stuff. It's just one on one sword fighting. Figure out the pattern. You have to parry. You have to block. You have to move, and you're gonna die. Like mm-hmm. that's that's it. Like. That shit is cool. Like, that was yeah. Yeah. down to the point where, like, your stamina did matter. And it was, like, 
lot like Sekiro. Like yeah, very yeah. like, oh yeah, you're going to die about 138 times while you learn, but oh, there's no better gratifying feeling. That's exactly the reason I play all these homebrew Mario things too. Is because uh-huh. I mean like I average on like it's some like of puzzle these, solving really. Yeah. 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 Some of these levels that I've played, like we average, I throw up a timer and a death counter and like it's, it's like 37 minutes 2200 deaths <laughs> so in, in 37 minutes yeah. and just for something that like once I finally perfect it and get through the level it took 28 seconds like to actually like hit that sequence is 28 seconds but yeah because there's thir- Mario levels but it took yeah. 37 minutes of learning and 22 like burr, burr, yeah. burr, over and over and over and over and over and over until you're like I see it I see the way <laughs> and like you can succeed and martial kung fu full circle <laughs> martial arts is a lot like that <laughs> well Oh, that's literally what Kung Fu translates into is time acquired skill. Hmm, that's all it that. is. That's all you can have. Uh, what is it? Go, go watch uh, Marco Polo episode. I think five when master hundred eyes like talks about what Kung Fu is. It's actually the greatest representation, like the greatest explanation of what Kung Fu actually is. I've ever seen in media. Ever. That's super cool. It's, and it's, you can, it's just time acquired skill. That's literally it. You can have yeah. kung fu in cooking. You can have kung fu in painting, uh, gardening, like podcasting, podcasting washing floors. I was about to say, <laughs> this is podcast number what for you guys? Uh, 181. How was podcast number one compared Shit. to this one? We leave it up as a Shit. joke. It was just me and an ex girlfriend. Yeah. And I like drug her into a room with no equipment. And we yelled into a laptop for 25 minutes. <laughs> About a horror movie. So bad, but, but look at you now. Look at where we've come. Exactly. We got a green That's screen table <laughs> that I'm not using yeah, right at the moment. That's just because Fuzzy, I was sick of your table. microphone sliding around on like the hard plastic that it is underneath. I was about it, so to say, if this is just hard, yeah. Image on it I, video. I was out in a boot earlier, and I almost bought one of those like things that is like for... Uh, like playing Texas Hold'em where it has like mm-hmm. the like the labeled oh, card spots yeah. yeah. and the only reason I didn't do it is because normally when you're playing with all the homies like everyone you pass the dealer chip around and everyone kind of deals and everyone does their thing and it was one of those ones where it has a dealer spot like casino style where oh, like you'd yeah. be playing you'd be playing you'd be. Yeah. so it's the only reason I didn't buy it and I literally was setting up this table that we're talking fuck man I should have bought that and it felt top would have been so ill yeah, <laughs> like, yeah like a nice it had been top. perfect to hold the microphones it had been perfect to grip onto it had been we could have been playing well, cards this whole time yeah. <laughs> alright well I'm about to go get it <laughs> and then we'll stay that's a uh, podcast episode yeah, yeah. 183 or 4 yeah. something like that yeah. yeah and that's that's what it is and like when you're beginning this journey whether when you know you're 4 or you're 34 you gotta be prepared for for that like it is a it is a journey it ends in yeah. death you gotta put like, your time in mm-hmm. not to sound not to sound <laughs> like fucking like, yeah. but like it, that's it like it's a journey you're never just like done you don't just like hang up the gloves and you're like that's it I'm the best I kill everybody like nope. it, no no there's always a bigger fish like, there's always gonna be somebody that's gonna come along and just humble you and it could be like a white belt Mm-hmm. You could just like come into the gym one day and there's some dude sitting on the mat like, hi guys, I just started today. And you get humbled. And you're like, cool, man, let's go at it. And like, turns out he's like a power lifter. And you're like, oh God, your grip strength is ridiculous. And he doesn't know anything. So mm-hmm. he just like goes at you and you're like, I don't know how to deal with this. Like, I don't want to give any spoiler alerts, but we just 
finished watching the last episode of Queen's Gambit on Netflix and like mm-hmm. the whole time essentially it's about, you know, chess and all that other stuff. Yeah. But like one of the things is that she's fighting to be like one of the greatest players ever. And there's, there's, you know, like politics and other shit weaved in between. But like as she's going through, you know, as being a woman in the sixties mm-hmm. playing chess against Soviet chess masters who like helped invent the game and stuff like that mm-hmm. like I mean I mean like from lineage and lineage mm-hmm. like they they re- like basically all of them as, the, as she beats them and throughout the series and has to concede is in an exact way it's like no 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 we've been masters for years and we're men we're strong mm-hmm. we're smart we're like you know it's all you know like it's, it's a little bit misogynistic it's a little bit dated but that's the whole point it's, it's a time piece and every one of them comes to a point exactly like we were just talking about where they realize a humbled realization of like Instead of getting angry, which some of them definitely do, mm. sure, sure. but like they make a point of show that out when that show where like there's some of them just like fuck this and like and they walk out. But like there's plenty of them that like I just got punked. Yeah. And I came in here not necessarily mm. like I know I came in prepared because I wasn't ever going to short sight her, but I came in with the idea that I was like, I'm going to take this 100 percent. I'm going to play my heart out, but I'm going to walk out a winner, like not a chance. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, like I said, no spoilers. Like I said, it was like there's, there's episodes of this, but obviously, oh, like, yeah, the whole show is built on her winning chess matches. Yeah, yeah, no shit. So, like I said, like so, like I mean, like I won't tell you what happens in the last episode, but like up until then, yeah, she's like building a repertoire to get to the like world championships in like the Soviet Union, and like all the way there, there are plenty of men that she's playing with mm-hmm. the whole time. They're like, I just got choked out by a white belt. But they're not a white belt. They're just a power lifter in disguise that like has a strong grip and like has someone has no notoriety yeah. that technically hasn't been on the professional circuit that showed up because they're like, no, I'm good at this. Yeah, I could do this. Give it a try. Yeah, and God damn it, you'll run into those people. And the problem is, I always and I say this every single one of my classes when I'm trying to like teach you how to like slip and roll and move. I'm like, boxing is chess with more instant consequences. Yep. That's all it is. Yep. <laughs> Meaning yep. you're you're just moving. And trying to predict what you're doing, and jujitsu's all the same. Yeah, and wrestling even more so, possibly. But like, even more so, get hurt when you fuck up, as opposed to lose a pawn. (laughs) Yeah, well, like even more so with with boxing, with the striking arts, you could just land a lucky hit. Yeah, it doesn't. A story of my life, friend. No, (laughs) a a child can knock out an adult with a lucky hit mm-hmm. right to the be, fucking throat you could like be right on your it, like, on your knees like ha 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 like playing around with an eight-year-old who just happens to crack a, like right, right on the vegas Real nerve good. right there and then and then the next thing you know they're they're drawing wieners on your face with a marker <laughs> and you're looking at the ceiling like hang on what happened my blood flow got disconnected where's your mother <laughs> where am i like, you never know you know ne- like it people, striking arts are absolutely like oh my that. god yeah the striking arts it's like i would i would rather get into it wrestling somebody <laughs> than to just have some dude just start swinging wildly on me because i could be muhammad ali mm-hmm. and get, and just catch one just just catch just a little bit of chin music one. And that's it. Do you want to know the, the gnarliest knockout I've ever had in my life? Uh-huh. Soccer ball. <laughs> Just on the chin or? I was playing indoor soccer, and I've played goalie my whole life, and that was like one of the other, you know, it's one of the things. And as I, as an adult, trying to before I found boxing, like right before that, like a, like literally like a year before I really took it serious, I was still playing indoor soccer like pretty frequently in like mm-hmm. tournaments and teams. And I was always playing goalie. It's five on five in a hockey rink, essentially, is the mm-hmm. size of an indoor. 
long story short, if someone does a corner kick in soccer, soccer, it's like 20 yards, you center it in, 11 people crash. Nah, this guy's five feet away from you doing a corner kick. I was about kick. to say, yeah. And the, but it's the same thing. If it hits the net above it, no, it's not your ball to do a goal kick. They're like, well, there's no other way to do this because there's no out of bounds. We can't do an in-ball throw over the head. There's hockey walls. We're doing a corner kick. And motherfucker tried to take a shot at the goal when I was like, not really. Cause I was like, you have to, st- as a goalie, it's the worst situation. Cause you got, it's, it's like hockey. You got zero amount of time to react before the ball is centered and shot. Yeah. And so I'm looking yeah, at the center like right there in your blind. I'm spot. covering my wall and homeboy lights up a 60 mile an hour shot, just doop, right to the side of the chin. And I went like <laughs> flat onto the ground. And I yep. was, I was out like a solid minute, like solid 60 seconds of just blackout because I got, did you go the, I was about to say, did you go in the reboot cycle where you start like, yeah, essentially yeah. like I like arm goes stiff a little bit. I woke yeah. up and I played the rest of the game because like I realized it wasn't a concussion concussion. Like I was like, no, 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 it's just like a snap. Just got out. Yeah. slept like pretty hard. And I was like, that's, but that's exactly to that point is like, no, no, no. I've boxed for years and I've been hit hard enough that I've like stumbled. Your feet get weak. You start to fall down. Yep. You do go to a knee to be like, all right, Collect that myself. sucked. Mm-hmm. No man, the worst, the worst <laughs> knockout is when I wasn't paying attention and I got a fucking Blind a sided, fist yeah. the size of the Hulk, yeah. straight to the side of the head, boop. and you're like, boop, <laughs> like yeah. just, that was it. Just boop. Restart it the computer, man. It, it is with the striking sports. It's <laughs> you're playing such a guessing game, dude. It as is. much as you want, it's chess with consequences. Yeah, I mean, obviously, name, there's a level of skill that goes into the whole thing. Obviously, a person who is like more skilled is going to have a better outcome than a person who is less skilled. But man, yeah, no. when you when you get these little these little lumpy baseballs on the end oh. of our arms Dude. like flying through the air, you never know. Yeah. You never know. Lumpy and, baseball is great. Way like, to put things right? Fucking, like. And it's what we always used to say the two most dangerous people in the gym were white belts and brown belts. Don't know their discipline. Yeah, white Swinging belts for the fences. They've just been they've been taught like just enough to be dangerous confident with, with what they don't know yeah mm-hmm. and to just like to just go and apply some stuff yep. and brown belts want to prove themselves they're looking at black mm-hmm. you know they're gunning for that for black they know enough to be really dangerous and they're hungry because they want the, the you know they want the notoriety they want let's that. be fair and because yeah. you've worked this far yeah. what are you gonna stop before eagle scout like you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. And that, yeah, <laughs> but it didn't hurt a lot. <laughs> like, no, man, that scout trooper wanted me to go in his tent, and I said no. <laughs> I don't want to be in Boy Scouts anymore. But that's the point. Apparently, constructing a noose is like a bad thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you were in the wrong troop. You did yeah. that on a regular like, basis. Like, bro, yeah. that's so fucking <laughs> practical. <laughs> um, oh, that makes that makes it sound really bad on. The no. <laughs> We were not supposed to be doing it. What troop? What troop were you in? <laughs> the cool troop. We were. We were not supposed to be doing. Yeah, it. Yeah. We're, we're, we're dude. We're troop four twenty sixty nine, brother. Like, look at this. Like, look at this bad thing that we can do. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I sold the popcorn so I could get the pocket knife. Use <laughs> your name on it. Those little, yeah, those little like catalogs they'd give you of like, yeah. if you sell this popcorn, you can. I was like, the knife. <laughs> I want the knife. that. <laughs> Definitely want that. Derby, get that shit out of here. I want the knife. I didn't, man. I didn't really get into any of that. Like, I was not. I was very much like a. Eh, if I die, I die. Like kind of kid. <laughs> um, 
Like until the end of He's high that kind school. of adult. <laughs> I was like, eh, fuck I mean, it. it's a different version of that kind of I've seen <laughs> enough. Like, dude, you're eight. <laughs> like, you don't know like, me. I'm sick of it. I just did what I wanted. I just did whatever the. Like, I, I, I quit swimming because I didn't wake up at four in the morning. Uh, oh, yeah. It was hard. That's uh, every hockey guy I know. I. Yeah. I, uh, I was okay in band, but like. I did exactly as much as I needed to do to get by. Those uh, motherfuckers had to wake up way earlier than the football team to practice marching band, though, in high school. Didn't so I was to like, wake up at four. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, I mean, like, shit, that's an upgrade. You're right. I mean, as, what as did I you play? Got a saxophone. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as I got older, like, slightly more things mattered. But, like, by the time I was a senior, still a lot of stuff didn't matter. Until it got, <laughs> until it got to the point to where. It was like, all right, ready to go to college. And I was like, fuck, I really don't want to go to college. Like, I don't want to go to more school. Right, right, absolutely. So then the recruiter calls me. Shameless I plug. Like, I was like, hey, hey, kids, do you not want to go to college? <laughs> Hi, kids. Do you want to go to college later? Yeah. Um, so the recruiter calls me, and I was like, man, I don't know. Do you want to go to college after you've killed people? <laughs> My dad did. My dad, My dad was, did that. He was in the army, and like, I've known other people that were in the military, and um, and I had I was staring down the barrel of actual life. You know what I mean? So oh, I was like, for okay, sure. I'll go do this. My my dad when, did the same thing when I was in the military. Uh, the, that man, nothing does it like, hey, you should learn this, or you're gonna get dead. <laughs> like, if not, or you'll get kicked out. That's what you'll I get was. beaten because I was like, I don't really. This is more like Spoiler. a college approach. Like we don't yeah. really fucking care, but like we we do care because you should care. Yeah. <laughs> like because you're like, gonna die. You know, and that was the thing is, this like people were harping on me to go to college, and they're like, if you don't get good grades, you won't go to college, or if you like are shitty in college, you'll get you'll have to drop out. And I was like, okay. Then when I went into the military, it's okay, like if sure. you don't do this well, you'll get dead. You'll you will cease to be. And then I was able. You're to not gonna understand. drop out. You're gonna get dropped, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and then I understood all the other shit that most other people understood from the get go. And I was like, oh, okay, this matters. <laughs> Things matter. And there's a wonderful little bit in martial arts where, like, the leg or the fist or the shoulder or sometimes the fucking neck of all things <laughs> connects with you. And you're like, oh, there's real physical consequences to what I do or do not do and the quality with which I do or do not do them. Absolutely. That's um, what I was saying earlier. Learn yeah. no real greater. quick. You're going to learn today. Yeah, there's <laughs> no no two greater come-to-God moments than yeah. Yeah. going to war or hitting that mat. Like. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, if you're looking to get into martial arts, if you're, if you're like, playing Tekken – or you are going through, um, I'm not even going to give Call of Duty the dignification. Do you know how many people off, went to their local recruiter's office yeah. because of <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare? Dude, God I'm sure there is a shameful amount. Of, I'm sure recruiters, we should find a recruiter and ask, like an older recruiter that's been yeah. in the game for a while, like a 50-year career guy, yeah. and be like, all right. What's the difference? All right, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Okay, so Call of Duty Modern Warfare came out in like da-da-da year. What was the uptick? What was the uptick of how many how copies did you get coming into your office being like, hey, 
can I fly a Spectre gunship? And you were like, yeah, sign here. Like, fucking on the dotted line. Yeah. <laughs> like how many people walked into your recruitment office like a month or two after Call of Duty Modern Warfare came out? Fucking grenade launchers through this door. Dude, too. every time like a new martial arts movie comes out, we get people come come down to the school that want to oh, yeah. be ninjas. Like uh, with HEMA, with like fencing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Dude, Game of Thrones all day long. Set that I, shit off. I wasn't like formally training in fencing when the Lord of the Rings movies were making their circuit. Mm-hmm. But I can imagine like. I can, I can imagine well, the, like, like, the clout that came out of that. Yeah, I, I guess Hema in general wasn't really super established in the States when the Lord of the Rings movies were coming out. But oh, like fuck. fencing still like, you know, classical fencing, mm-hmm. definitely Olympic fencing. But like, yeah, with like Game of Thrones or just any sort of fantasy related like hi yeah yeah swords. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The Do we team. get the pe- and they are boy, you want to talk about like come to God. <laughs> like when you're I guess wearing... I didn't really think about that with like with the Rocky movies that came out with Creed if I got any shit at the boxing gym I'm sure if I look oh, back yeah. I'm gonna go look at the, like the real can we Jamie can we pull up the release date yeah. for Creed and then like <laughs> Jamie pull that up and see if we <laughs> see if we can get like a a parallel pull <laughs> like yeah, yeah oh yeah it just it go. I mean imagine the, the when we were when we were young the dudes like, like all of a sudden got into cars because of Fast and Furious mm-hmm. you know shit yeah, That's, all those I, movies. I Looking at you, WRX drivers. Yeah, right. <laughs> so what I'm, what I'm pulling Eagle Talons. <laughs> yes. Is that if, you're, if you're playing a game and you are really digging it, and you're like, you know what? Fighting uh, some sort of like combat sport or martial art seems like it'd be really cool to get into. Um, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> the answer is it is. Get into it. Like, get into it. <laughs> Just go do it. But don't like divorce yourself from the idea that it is anything like what you've seen or what you've played Absolutely. or it is not that you have to go into it with like a fresh mind understanding that it you're is looking at a master when you watch this like yeah. they're programming the best mm-hmm. possible Muay yeah. Thai character they have or yeah. whatever well, you know if you're coming from things like movies and, and uh, TV shows and things like that it's like expecting uh, shall we say the it's like expecting porn to be real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're watching porn. Up. Yeah, you're, you're, watch, you're watching porn. Don't yeah. go make your girlfriend try to do what the girls in the videos do. They're that's not going to respect you after that. That's a that's <laughs> a you're not going to respect because they don't well. sure they as hell don't respect them. Exactly. Yeah, you. <laughs> they will not respect you. You will not respect them if she acquiesces to your. Filth. And if they do <laughs> acquiesce, we give them a ring. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys, life advice. <laughs> no, we're obviously all on the same page. But it's kinky weirdo. I don't need people to marry every time I want to do something weird. Destiny's hey. rules for life. <laughs> Start a harem. Just keep marrying them. You don't got to stop. No, man. It's 2021. Uh, but yeah, it's... No, no. But like, that's the difference, my friend, is hopefully they still respect you. <laughs> it's, well, it's, like, it's like watching a movie and then it, it's like if you watched a movie of like an actual dude the whole time through he's he wakes up in the morning goes to bed at night you've just watched 24 hours with like 10 minutes of actual movie in it. yeah there's mm. all that shit that's cut out so that it feels different right well like, it, it's it's very it's much put so. upon. Yeah, it's acted up. You know, yeah. John John Wick isn't real. It's <laughs> badass. 
It's oh, cool as fuck. That's not how guns work. John like, had to take a shit at some point. Yeah. They didn't film that. Yeah. yeah, like he had to drive to the hotel. Yeah, looking at you, James Bond. Yeah, John Wick had to when shower. When did you shit? Yeah, like the gunpowder residue and blood off of himself <laughs> at some point in time. Yeah. Like, how? Show that. You know, he doesn't wear ear protection, but he can also still hear. You know, <laughs> they don't go over that. Yeah. Like, at least they showed him doing reloads and like actually holding the gun correctly. That's all I yeah. want from John Wick. Yeah. Like, That's all I want is tactical training. Exactly. That's all I, I want. Don't you care know about practicality. I just want tactical training. A sword, <laughs> a sword fight. A sword fight in a movie is awesome. It's it's five minutes longer than an actual sword fight would be because actual sword fights were usually over in like ten seconds. I think one of the someone most got clipped and then died. Like <laughs> I think one of the most <laughs> sword fights I've seen. And we can go into this in more detail in in an, like the weapons podcast. But yeah, well, like the, the, shelve this. Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, and I cannot remember. I think it was from the '60s. It was not, I believe, the one with like the 16-year-old actress that went topless in the right. '70s. Right. '70s were a different time. One, I think from the '60s, with some more pronounced, like some more. Was it one of those things where it was kind of like shot in one scene? Obviously, it was. It was like a two-minute sword fight, and. It, I think it was like Mercutio and Tybalt yeah, in the so church. Like 20 seconds into this two minute sword fight, they are both like just (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) like just sloppy, slow, (sighs) arcing, like strikes, but accurately. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) the most realistic sword fight I've ever seen, and it is boring as balls. (laughs) (laughs) But it's two guys trying to kill each other with. With sticks. With so think about sticks. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Um, but anyway, so yeah. So if you're into martial arts and you want to you want to get that first skill point in your skill tree and you want to start learning, uh, I think we've got Dusty recommends we you find a group gym, like a sport gym. But very much on the same page of like, no, no, you're if you're an athlete, if you're someone who wants to take it serious, I mean, maybe don't try and go spar day one, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. If you if you want to put yeah. if you want to take the training wheels off, you start with them on. Sure. Hit the bag, hit the pads, hit the mitts, find a trainer, uh, go to a group class that invi- invites you in, play some loud dance music and like just get you moving. That's that's great. But if you find out you actually have some goddamn skill and you want to take it serious, you have to go spar. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would say that you're you're right, though. That's that's not a sparring is not a prerequisite. It's just a matter of how serious you want to be, mm-hmm. and it is wh- why why I mean I don't, I like Guitar Hero, but why play Guitar Hero to learn how to play guitar? Just go grab a guitar. Just pick up a guitar. Yeah. Bo- yeah. Both are going to take some time to learn how to play the chords. Yeah, it's going to take way more technical ability to learn how to play chords and like arpeggios and bullshit with guitar and music, but that's the practical application of taking the training wheels off and going mm-hmm. after it in a way that's attainable. If you want to just fuck around and have a good time but become good at something, you can just hit the mitt and hit the pads. Plenty of gyms will give you that. Absolutely, though. And yeah. like I said, that's not a knock because that's what I do. But doing something. Yeah. yeah. I think it's better I think they it's be out there find. than not. Yeah. Start slow, start small because it is a journey. Yeah. But st- take that step. And well. Tom, your your suggestion for the first step novice. Put your ego on the shelf. Because yep. that's the first thing. Check it at the door. That's the first thing. And, and it sounds so cliche. Like, oh, check your ego. For real. Like, you are going to be humbled no matter how badass you might be, no matter how badass you might think you are. Someone is going to come and punch your ticket. Sometimes literally. 
and it just it happens man like that yeah. stuff happens let it happen embrace it figure out what just happened and then don't let it happen again or try not to let it happen again because that's that's life if you go through life just winning constantly are you ever learning anything if right. you're always just winning not at all you know? you'd be real shocked when you actually get stepped on before we oh, yeah. that's and that's 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 so much worse the longer you <laughs> the longer you put off that ego check the worse it's gonna be when it finally happens. Because it's gonna, because it, it, it will. It's gonna happen. I, like I said, I know we're wrapping up here, but like no. the first time that like I actually really happened to me was playing football, and I remember we, it was my job because I was always bigger than kids in middle school and like elementary school and like more athletic than some of the people and like whatever. Mm -hmm. I they put me at a spot in a position like fullback, and what that is for you, you don't know. That's like the guy that sometimes gets the ball, but mostly is the torpedo that makes sure that we can block for the guy that actually has the ball. Mm. And basically, the big linemen are going to do what they need to do. There's going to be a small gap, a small hole starting to form where this ball is going to start to go. Mm -hmm. I need to torpedo my way through it and rock it in and be as much chaos as I can be so that eventually the guy who actually has the ball behind me is going to keep going. And I was very good at it. Is because I was always bigger, faster, had the ambition to be tough, didn't care, didn't mm -hmm. give a shit about getting my bell rung. I remember specifically, I mean, it's local, but here at Creighton Prep, like, I mean, like, mm -hmm. I just remember that was the game, and there was the linebacker, the guy that's, like, our main key, our main target was a man. <laughs> like, bigger he than... He was not boy. He had no. facial hair. <laughs> yeah, no, he was a... I mean, like, cause at this time, I was still, like, feeling big. But, you know, for being 16 years old, you you know, for being 5'10", 180 at 16, like, you're, you're big. But, yeah. no, this guy's 205, 6'1". Like, yeah. he's a man. And, like, I remember I was running full speed on him. Like, I'm going to rock this motherfucker. And as soon as he just basically stood up and, like, put his helmet down, just like, boom. Oh, that was the worst feeling of my life because I got put right on my ass. And it wasn't even so much a humiliation. It was like, I have another hour and a half of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was play number one. That's my assignment. <laughs> I'm the starter. That hurt a lot. Like, that was not cool. And, like, I can't think. I have to go back to the huddle. We got to remember, like, 38 blue, Z, right, let's go. It's boom, boom. Like, let's go do this with that guy again. Fuck that. <laughs> but not, we had, I had to. There was yeah. no choice. It's like that uh, scene there in it is. Private Ryan when the, like, all of the action on the beach, like, Tom Hanks is sitting there and it's just fuzzed out and he's zoned yeah. out. Yeah, he's like, like, can't hear anything. And, and he's shooting his 1911 like, at like a tiger. Like, <laughs> and it all comes. Uh, <laughs> and then the, suddenly the sound just like switches back in and then everything's fast and going. It's like that moment, except all of the rest of your life had been <laughs> soft, like. That, ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, uh, but like I said, yeah, that's a, that's a very, that's like a, like I said, I gave you like the most extreme example of my life, but, but like it's, before it's gonna we, happen. Before mm -hmm. we uh, say goodbye for finals, we, there's there is some stuff we want to avoid if we're starting to go into mm -hmm. martial arts, especially from the video game. We touched on a lot of it. Um, I would say some of the stuff is when you go into a place, be it a gym or a dojo or whatever they're gonna call themselves, a club. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're not feeling the vibe. At least after a few sessions, yeah, you walk out, reevaluate, find find a different place, give Even, it a few weeks, or yeah. give it like a solid month. Yeah, yeah. If you're not if you're not feeling the feels after like a month, 
maybe it's just not the gym for you, but yep. there will be a gym yes. for you. Not everything's a perfect fit right away. Yeah, no, not know. Sometimes, especially with like dudes, there's that whole like alpha yeah. dog thing where they got to kind of establish mm-hmm. the pecking order and then everyone's cool. When you're a, I'm, and I'm talking to the, the guys out there, the males out there, when you're like the new guy at a gym, it is going to be a little weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're the freshman. new guy. You know, yeah. you're like you're the freshman, new. Yeah, yeah, you're you're the new chimp that just like, yeah. and like all the other chimps are in the trees looking at you like, we've already been here for a long time, Bucky. Who's like, the, who's this guy? Yeah, because they want like, to know that you're not going to be a dick bag as well. Yeah, you're the new, <laughs> you're the new you're the new dog. Yeah, yeah, you're you're the strange element. These dudes are all cool with each other. You know, they've been marinating each other's body stink for like however long. Like, especially like a wrestling gym or you know, kickboxing gym. You're still you're in, that's intimate. They're lovers man. at this point. That's intimate. Yeah, like the only more intimate is well, we're not gonna lovers. go there. But, yeah. <laughs> but in like, so you're a question mark. They don't know you. You could be a crazy per. Like you could start biting. You could have a knife on you. Like you yeah. don't you you don't know, man. You're here to fight people. Like yeah. So. Is gonna be like a little weird. Putting your ego on the sideline helps because if you come in there with no ego, their defenses will shed a little bit. They'll more respond. Quickly. They're not. It'll shed a little bit more quickly. Ego, yeah. yeah, yeah. They won't. They won't come at you. Now that being said, some gyms are shark tanks. Watch out for those. Don't That's gonna be them. Watch out for those. You not yeah. coming in there with an ego is gonna be a great litmus test for if if they if you go in with no ego. And they come at you with a lot of ego. Yeah, if they put you, you yeah, if they put you on the mat with, are like you willing some... to? Are you willing to respond? That's not a challenge, but are, if you like, but it kind of is. Like, obviously, it's like, yeah. okay, well, no, I'm like, no, man, I can step to that pressure. Fuck these guys. Like, yeah. let's, let's 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 learn. But I think I can do this. Yeah, great. Or like, man, I I I still got to go to the office on Tuesday. Yeah. Like, I yeah. really don't got time yeah. for a black eye. Yeah, like, Be, you know, then yeah, bumps, get out of there. But bumps and bruises and injuries and stuff like that. It's gonna like, happen. It's, it's gonna combat. happen. It's combat. But and, it's it is different. Like if you if you come to a place and they're like, all right, let's see what you got, and they put you on the mat with like some savage. Yeah. That's who is fucked. like hurting yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's like hurting you? You don't need to be there. Like you need to get yeah. out of there. Those people are dangerous and irresponsible individuals. Like that's a hundred percent accurate. Yeah, and try different. Try different martial arts. Like don't, yeah, shop yeah. around. Don't yeah. lock yourself into just the one thing. If you love what you're doing, then yeah, keep going. But try them all. Learn some disciplines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because some of the greatest martial artists knew more than one art. So. Mm-hmm. I would argue all the greatest martial artists knew more than one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they or at least they were inspired and influenced by other arts. Yeah, you know, like I just we started off this whole thing about like not caring about belts and ranks and things like that. I man, the the weird crap I've collected <laughs> from just stuff, you know, like fencing to yeah. kung fu to sambo to jujitsu, silat. Uh, Capoeira. There used to be like a cop, <laughs> like some Capoeira dudes I hung out with in undergrad. Is a group in town? Because like the chicks that hung out with them were super hot. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's all Brazilian babes, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. I was like, I'll hang out with you guys. Can you no, tell me I get to wear track pants and get babes, and it's called fighting. Exactly. I was, I was like, like I'm, I'm down to hang out with you, crazy people. Like, sure. give me the, give me that gourd. Let's play some music. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can play the gourd. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Shop, uh, shop around. Find out find out what fits for you it's not gonna some things are just gonna and some things are gonna fit into your machine it's all like going to a different compute certain every doctor's gonna tell you something yep. you shop doctors before you get surgery yep yeah yep be like the great intellectuals be a polymath of martial arts 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And because the more you experience, the more you expose yourself to, the easier and faster and more accurately you can you can spot something that'll be essentially waste your time or detrimental to you. Yeah. And you can oh, yeah. find where you're going and where you're headed and then you and then before you know it before you know it, your skill tree is fleshed out. <laughs> and you are and you are teaching you are. yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. All right, guys. I think that calls it. We'll uh, we will reconvene again. I think for a, a, a few more of these episodes. We got swords uh, and we got well, guns we got to talk guns. about. S words and sticks. And <laughs> we got stabby sticks and boomy sticks. Yep. <laughs> Fun stuff. All right. See you all later. Cool. I don't remember how they how Jocko or any of those exit their podcasts. No, we're just we're gonna martial art bow to this <laughs> yeah, microphone. Gonna, uh, bow to yeah, the that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 that was fun. Yeah. Yeah.